0: It's the World Wide Sports Radio Network. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here. That's what you've earned here tonight. Forget about the crowds, the size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential, to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're gonna be winners. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch because we know when we add up
1: all those inches, that, that, that's going to make the f***ing difference between winning
2: and losing.
0: It's down to the wire with, with, with Errol Marks and Speedy Petey. Oh, Petey! Oh, Petey! On the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.
1: And we are back. New York, Long Island, and all around the world. This is Down to the Wire. We are live every single Monday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. at night. I'm your host, Errol Marks, Mr. Mikey C, and Speedy Beatty. On the board. As you know, the number is 631-676-2968. You can follow us by going to our website at worldwidesportsradio.com. You can follow us on all our social medias from Periscope, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and obviously YouTube. So definitely check us out. If you don't know where to find us, all you got to do is go to worldwidesportsradio.com. We have a lot of sports to talk about today, and we have different subjects that we're going to talk about in sports. We're not going to talk about every single story that's going on in New York sports, but it's going to combine with New York sports and American sports on the questions that we're going to argue and debate on this show today. But first things first, Mikey C. What's going on, my friend? Pretty good, man. How's everything? I haven't seen you since last week. How was your weekend? What did you do? Obviously, you were probably working with your son or hanging out with your son, right?
3: Yeah, I had him. uh, Well, it wasn't my weekend, but I had him Saturday night into Sunday, so...
1: So that's always good. You probably you were probably playing video games all weekend. That's
3: all he does. He's (laughs) He's trying to complete a season. It's cute.
4: Well, that's good. all 82 82 games in the season? Yep. Wow. Well, he's not athletic, but he loves
1: his hockey. So that's a great thing. As long as he's a fan, and and maybe as he gets older, i will probably listen to this show because we'll get more into hockey. And we do talk a lot about hockey on the show in increments. Uh, Obviously, everybody knows this is the offseason, and right now there's camps going on with all the teams in the NHL, the Rangers, the Islanders. You're hearing stories about uh, Capococco and and everything that's going on with the Rangers, with the Islanders acquisitions that they made with Panarin and and everything like that. And the and the Islanders obviously going into their second year with Barry Trotz and Lou Lamarello. And hopefully they could take a step forward from what they had last year in a great season, 48 wins and going into the second round and getting swept by the Carolina Hurricanes. But we'll get into that as the as the offseason progresses in hockey. But this is a story that I really want to get into. And I know, Speedy, I usually ask you what you did on the weekend, but I pretty much know what you always do on the weekend. If you're not hanging out with your family, you're on, uh, You're working with us, you're doing the work for us, and you're doing the things that you need to do. Don't or, worry. Don't worry. I got my wallet back. I
4: got my wallet back, though. That's all that matters. Oh, you signed your wallet? Which yeah, one was, was at my house? <laughs> all right,
1: we, we go out last Monday, and we pull up, and Speedy has a heart attack stating, uh, I lost my wallet. I don't know what to do. Uh, how am I gonna pay the bill? How am I gonna do? That? I was like, "Speedy, I'll pay your bill. Let's go inside." He's like, "But I don't know where I put it." I said, like, "You probably left it at your house." And he's like, "He's ripping apart. He's ripping apart his ba- ripping apart his bags." I'm I'm laughing. I'm like, "What's wrong?" He says, "I lost my wallet." I was, and I know all about losing your, my wallet. Yesterday, I left my wallet on a counter, and I left it. And I realized 30 minutes later, I left it on the counter, and then I went. I went to every single spot yesterday until I remembered where I left it, and thank God nobody stole it. They stuck it under the counter. So mm-hmm. this is this is the problem right now. Usually people see something, they see credit cards, they see money, or they'll they'll steal whatever they, they think is worth anything in the in, in the in the wallet, and they'll throw the wallet out so nobody'll know that they took it. So, uh, but anyways, that's why you ha- just like you have phones, you have a way to find your phone by going to an app. I think you should do that with your wallets. Why not get like a little magnetic thing, stick it in your wallet so you'll never lose it? That's a good way of finding it, right? That'll exist at some point in our lives. I should design it. I'll be a multi-billionaire. Yes, you would. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going to get into all these new stories. Speedy's going to read out the stories, and then we are I'm going to have my my thoughts to it, and then we're going to argue it and debate it. And this is going to be a completely different show than all the shows on the network. But we'll get into New York sports as we progress on the questions that we get into speedy. I I know the first subject is go ahead. You you could read off the
4: first the subject. The first subject is basically is with Chris Paul now not not being wanted by teams with the contract that he's on obviously he was just traded to the Thunder in the in the Russell Westbrook deal. Is players like Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony and players of that generation, are they not being sought out by NBA teams anymore because they are, quote-unquote, cancer in the locker room, is our first topic? And here's the thing. Everybody knows that in professional
1: sports, you have prima donnas on each and every different team in their organization. Every team has a prima donna. Either they're into fashion, they're into money, they're into sex, they're into drugs, they're into something, Strip bars, whatever they're into in their offseason, that's what they're into. And sometimes it breaks in the press. And here in New York, you know that you're in the, if you're, you're playing for one of these teams and you're playing for an organization that's the center of attention, a.k.a. the New York Giants, who's the big brother of the New York Jets, but the Jets, obviously the players from the Jets organization. If there's something, if there's a story, there's something to be said with the press. The press is always trying to find something. But the way the leagues are have changed and the way sports has changed, it all matters about TV and newspaper and writers and beat writers. Everybody's writing about something. Everybody's trying to find the next big story. So right now in the offseason, everybody's wondering why Paul George got that contract that he got last year, the five-year deal from the Rockets. And they went far. They went deep into the playoffs this year. They didn't get to the Western Conference Finals, but they got into the second round. They got knocked out in the second round, and everybody says, well, this team needs to be changed. Everybody's up. Everybody's free, and and, and they could trade everybody in the in the offseason. We heard from the owner after the season end, the Rockets owner come out and say that everybody is available this offseason. Meanwhile, the only player that moved from the Rockets organization – is Chris Paul. Now, there were stories coming out in the playoffs that in one of the games, Chris Paul and James Harden Harden, had an argument on the court. And there was a, a timeout, and Chris Paul said something, and then James Harden said, well, it's always about you. It's always about you. And that stirred up a lot of arguments in the locker room, and Chris Paul supposedly was not talking to James Harden throughout the rest of the playoffs. They got knocked out pretty pretty quick by Golden State after that. And now you, you look at it, all of a sudden Chris Paul is traded to OKC, involved with the West, Russell Westbrook trade, and they gave up, I think, five first-rounders or something like that, um, I think three unprotected. I, I don't know exactly. I think it comes out to— I think comes it was out two to,
4: unprotected and two pick swaps.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's almost four or five first-round draft picks for Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul. Now, Chris Paul is still owed four years, I think close to $150 million.
3: So I thought it was three years. and Four. Westbrook he signed a five-year
1: deal last year. This two was, years ago. It was last year. Two years ago.
4: No, they had two different seasons. Yes. They went to the Western Conference Finals once and then the second round. No, but he didn't get the contract until the end of the season before. I I
3: remember I saw it it broke. The only difference is Chris Paul has three more years. Westbrook has four more years.
4: Yeah, because Westbrook got it from his own team. Correct,
3: yes. Well, just look
1: that up, Speedy, because I thought it was four years left on his contract. But nevertheless, he still owed almost $100 million.
3: Yeah, I heard something. I think Chris Paul has like 120-something and Westbrook has like 150 or 170-something.
1: So, my argument to this, in, in conversation with this, is everybody thinks three that three years left. Mm-hmm. How much? How much left on the
4: contract? He uh, gets thirty-eight point five this Just year. Just give me the totals. I thirty-eight, one
1: twenty-one, one twenty-one. Okay, so one hundred and twenty million dollars.
4: Yeah, looks like it.
1: My argument to this is everybody says that Paul uh, Chris Paul can't play the game anymore. He's a washed-up player. Uh, he's old on the court. He can't do the things that he once was capable of doing. This guy was, to me, the best point guard in the league for like seven years. Nobody was even close. They were trying to compare all different point guards to him, and I I don't think there was anybody. When he played for the Pelicans, he was the best point guard in the league. When he went to the Clippers in a trade, he was considered the best point guard in the league. There was arguments between him and Williams, who was traded from the Jazz to the Nets, and that didn't work out for the (laughs) Nets. Chris Paul has been a predominantly a top-of-the-line Hall of Fame point guard his whole career. Carmelo Anthony has been a predominantly top-of-the-line small forward slash power forward in the NBA all the way till the last two years of his career. Now, everybody says that these two players, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, that year, and if you look at the draft, and I think that was, if I'm not 03. mistaken, 03 or 02, it was one of those years. That draft was predominantly all, one of the best drafts in NBA history, if you look at the draft. Chris Paul was drafted, I think, a year before that, or two years before that.
4: No, I think he was two years after. I thought he was 05. No. Chris Paul was before LeBron James.
3: Yeah, Chris Paul's older. He's the oldest out of the aging vets.
1: So everybody compares these guys as pre madonnas It changed the league. These were the the four, five, six, seven superstars that changed the league, the way the league is. Chris Paul's the president of player personnel. He's the he's the speaker for the players. And there was a lot there was a story that came out over the weekend that Chris Paul, being that he's the president of the players. He has only really helped the superstars in the league. Correct. He's not helping the young players, and the young players can't stand him.
3: Correct. They can't stand all of them. Now, if that's the truth, and I'm, I'm so sick and tired
1: of listening to people say that Chris Paul, Chris Paul can't play anymore, he's washed up. Chris Paul last year, I think, averaged, if I'm not mistaken, close to 16 points, and when he was playing, averaging 7 to 8 assists a game. I don't know the totals right now, but off my head I think it's around those total numbers when he did play. Those as a point guard are still star numbers. 15.6 points, 8.2 assists. I just I pretty much was on 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 mm-hmm. target. Yep. The fact is, he is not washed up. Is he worth $120 million? Tim Hardaway Jr. is not worth the $76 million that the Knicks gave him. But he's getting it because the league has transitioned. The new CBA, the new TV deals. Now you see Adam Silver trying to make more money for the league, just like you see with the NFL. You see with the NHL with Barry, uh, with Gary Bettman, and and you see what's going on even in the PGA in tennis. It's transition. Now, do I think LeBron James, Chris Paul, and even Dwayne Wade are prima donnas complaining, and crying? If you listen. If you listen to any of the referees come out and talk about the arguments that they have on the court with the players, you hear five or six names that complain more than others. And who are they? LeBron James? Dwayne Wade? Carmelo Anthony that never got a call? Thank God. <laughs> these players... He's still looking for a call. These players... <laughs> Are the players that you talk about 2003, these are the guys. And that's why I say LeBron James is still on top of his game. If he wasn't, he'd be another guy. You know why
3: why LeBron James? He's a legendary player. His numbers are. It's not only that. Out of all of them, he's the only one that doesn't play a selfish game. And I think that's why he's still on top. His game is not selfish.
4: Is Chris Paul's game really selfish?
3: No, oh, I, my God. Are you kidding me? I think Chris mm. Paul's
1: I think Chris Paul's game got more selfish when he went to play for Lob City. He thinks he's better f- than everybody. He wanted to be the number one guy. He was the number one guy over Blake Griffin. He's the one who created Lob City. And yes, to me, he still has the game where he could still be a dominant player at his position because he's a great defender. He really is. He's a great defender. The problem with Chris Paul over the last couple of years is is the guy likes to be in the tabloids? The guy wants to be in the press. He's on every single commercial with State Farm's. He this and he didn't even get the job. LeBron gave him State Farm's job because he had all these endorsements. He didn't need it, so they told he told State Farm to take Chris Paul on because he would be a better suited p- uh, player for that position, spokesman for that position. But do I believe that they're cancers in a locker room? Absolutely. Oh, they all are. Absolutely. I think Carmelo Anthony was a cancer. KP, the reason why KP couldn't stand New York is because he played with, uh, with Carmelo Anthony. That was He was listening to what uh, the fans were saying and what the media was saying and what the owner was saying about Carmelo Anthony. Phil Jackson saying about Carmelo Anthony. So he didn't like what the organization was doing to their star players, and he was afraid that that would happen to him. All the pressure would be on him. Because Carmelo Anthony was the guy that was sticking it in the media. He was bringing it to the media's attention.
3: Well, not only that, the the one thing I've heard recently about Carmelo Anthony, the reason why he hasn't gotten a phone call, is because, one, he hasn't accepted his role on what he's become. So a lot of teams, and then I heard, you know, from multiple, uh, I'll even say a name, Eddie House on the NBA Satellite Radio came out and said, one of the things that, People hated Carmelo Anthony, is he wanted to score 30 points. If he scored thirty points and the team lost, he would sit there and say in the locker room, good game, guys, good game, guys.
1: I was reading I was listening to someone. Eddie on the radio House said this, that. so yeah.
3: I, and he's well known in the NBA community. And he said if he scored under thirty Chauncey Billups said it too. Yeah, him too. He would get pissed off that doesn't matter if the team won or lost, just get pissed off. If he didn't get his thirty points. And he still thinks he's that type of player right now. And the problem is, is all those guys think that they're better than what they are, except LeBron James. But the only difference, like I said before, LeBron James is the only one out of all of them that his play is not selfish. And his game is slowing
1: down defensively, LeBron James. Not offensively, but defensively. You saw it. If it he puts down. the
3: effort, it's there, but he's not really putting the effort anymore, and it's understandable.
1: But I do I believe that they're cancers, and this is why Chris Ball, Chris Ball, OKC, is trying to move him before the season starts?
3: A lot of people, because even on the Chris Paul factor, when they touched on that, they said Chris Paul likes to blame everybody else that what they missed on their assignment except himself when a guy goes by him.
1: And he says it's because of competitiveness. He's a very competitive player.
3: And I'll tell you right now, Shaq had the best quote out of everything of what's going on in the NBA. And what was that? Shaquille O'Neal said, I am glad that I'm being compared to the greats of Bird, Magic, Jordan. Because back then, he goes, there was recruitment back then but recruitment of certain players, not a player of your caliber. And he says, so he goes, today's players that are recruiting their buddies, you lost your competitive edge, and you don't even belong to be in the competition. I mean, in the conversation of who your peers are, who you're equal to. He goes, back then, he, he brought up, Shaq said, he goes, when I was in Orlando, I recruited Horace Grant. He's like, Horace Grant's not a, somebody on my level. And he goes, when I went to the Lakers— And I saw Ramis and such, I made a phone call to Phil Jackson. He goes, back then with his recruitment, but he goes, there was such a competitive level that you didn't recruit your own level of peers. You try to just recruit players just to fill out your roster a little bit better. And he goes, everybody had a competitive level compared to today's players. He goes, so today, he actually said this. He goes, I am thankful that I'm compared to the greats of Jordan, Magic, and Bird. Instead of the people today, because the people today have no competitive aspect, and they shouldn't even be in the competition, in the conversation. And I agree one thousand percent to what he says. He goes, nobody should be. It shouldn't be uh, Russell Westbrook texting Paul George to go to demand the trade. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, if you did it fairly, that's a different story. Well, if he was a free agent, whatever, right? Fairly free agent or whatever the case may be. But now with this recruitment of their buddies, he goes, there's no competitive. Aspects to any of these athletes, and that's why the league is soft. And that's why they say the league is going to eventually get ruined. That's what he said. And, I, and gonna here, here's win- another thing. I think thing. so, too. Here's- it's exciting, but... At one point, it's
1: see, not exciting because now you're seeing players run themselves out to go to organizations because they have because it, it's run by saying, the player. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's That's run by I'm the saying. player, right. and it should always be run by the league, the off the the uh, the officials. You got Adam Silver. Listen, you got I don't, I don't Also, really ownership, look, ownership. Them putting billions and billions of dollars on these players. These guys are making guaranteed money. There are football players that are getting huge contracts. They're not even getting guaranteed money. The only thing they're getting is the signing bonus. The 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 guarantee money in the beginning of the contract, you're not getting all that money that you're getting offered. You had Von Miller that got $85 million contract, but is he going to get
3: all of that $85 million? I don't think he is. I'll I'll, I'll tell you right now, I've already lost respect for the NBA and Adam Silver for the factor that he changed the word owner in this year's slogan to where of what uh, owners of the club are being utilized as. I think, what are they called now?
4: I think, would you say, governor? Something like that, yeah. They're changing
3: the word. You're not allowed to say owner anymore because it's racially sensitive and I'm, I'm done. I'll tell you right now, I can't wait for basketball season so I could start tweeting. He owned your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna be blasting these plays every single time. I'm so sick of the NBA now. It's getting pathetic.
1: Well, Adam Silver, you know, he's supposed to be there for the owners and he's there more for the players because it's a star driven league. That's what it is. The NHL, there is stars in the league, but it's not a star-driven league. The best players in the game, you know who the best players in the game are, but they're not the most important players to the game. You need a star goaltender or you need top-end defensive pairings to get you to the Stanley Cup Finals to win. It's it's not about the star player in hockey. It, in basketball, even in football, it's not about the star player in football.
4: Right. You need balance. It really isn't.
1: It, it, it really isn't a playoffs. It's all about defense. Defense wins championships. Yeah, you might have the best quarterback. That doesn't predominantly mean you're going to win a Super Bowl because you have the best quarterback in the game. It doesn't happen that way. Only basketball do you have these players like Carmelo Anthony, like Chris Paul, even like LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, even though he's a part of that, Chris Bosh Bosh doesn't really speak amongst you know when you hear the stories, even when Chris Bosh was playing, he wasn't on the stages for the ESPY when you saw LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, when and they Chris did Ball. that whole yeah, yes, he that wasn't up there. Black silence yes. thing. Chris Chris Bosh wasn't up no, there. No, he
3: wasn't. Chris because Bosh wasn't up there. I mean, he's not part of the Brotherhood.
1: That's well, he I mean. is part of the Brotherhood. They, he's compared to the Brotherhood. They, the, he was before he got hurt on that on that list of great players in
3: that draft in those two years. Chris Bosh was right there, two or three. He was just. Oh, I think Chris Bosh at that time frame was a second top three power forward in the league. Oh, no question, without a doubt. That's why I said I can't. I question LeBron's rings because Dwayne Wade was either a top two shooting guard. LeBron James is the best shooting forward, and Chris Bosh was top three power forward in the league at that time. I mean, how do you not win? Yeah. Uh, who do we have on the first uh, call? I just the imagine, show? Mikey.
0: Man, I'm disappointed in you, Mikey.
3: <laughs> why?
0: You're you're mad because they want to get rid of the name owner. Like, listen, yeah. if we can be better, let's be better. Like, okay, they own the business, but you can understand why they want to get rid of that word, right? Of course, like, I, I do. You but don't own
3: people. No, no, I know that, but you're you're changing it dramatically for no reason. It's really well, no reason. CEOs,
0: because that's what they are. They're the CEO or whatever. It, right? I mean, like, there's really no
3: reason. Do. I mean, it's getting pathetic now. Every little thing is becoming racial sensitive. It's it's I, it sure I I understand no people. I'm it's not saying owning people but he is the owner of the of your franchise, it has no bearing, it's not being utilized. You don't see any owner saying shut up I own you, I mean that's a little you know taken right. out of context. That, then I could understand.
0: I, I mean, you know, there's a reason why they let they made Donald Sterling sell the team. There's a reason why they made Jerry Richardson sell the team. Well, that that's the point. But I'm saying. You're changing the word. And that's also part of the reason why they want to get rid of that whole stigma. They're trying to wash themselves of of Jerry Richardson saying the n word and Donald Sterling I, saying the n word. I don't get it. That.
3: I understand it, but you don't need to change the terms when it's not necessary. It's getting out of character right now. It's getting f- be, far beyond out of character. It's not necessary. Every little thing. I mean, are we it's getting not every is, little thing? Oh my god, it is too. It so is. They a role the rule changes change. Everything, they, they're, they're a bunch of, cr- it's a soft league, it's getting pathetic. Now you got to change the word owner into governor? Really? Who What's cares? That? Here, who cares? That the point is, who cares? It doesn't even it's need trying to trying He's saying it
1: because it's, it's protecting the players, it's not protecting the owners. And, and the commissioner is there to protect the owners, not the players. The players have their no, own no, union. No, no, no. The Listen, Jeff, I'm sorry to say this.
3: If you work for me and I'm paying you, guess what? I wouldn't say it, but I own you.
0: Well, you don't, No, no,
3: play. I understand. You can right. quit and go, you're married, right? You're absolutely right. But guess what? I'm the owner of the franchise. Right, right,
0: right. right. But and, on, now, but,
3: as an owner yeah, of a franchise, so am on, I going to sit on, there on, and, and throw where, it? And wherever you oh. go, you'll have an owner at some right. point. And right, and not only that, am I going to sit there and throw it down your throat? No. Now, if it gets thrown Wait, down like the throat, throat, then right, I can here's understand here's somebody it. being dismissed and stuff like that. But I don't think it's getting thrown around like that.
0: But here's the difference, though, Mike. Basketball players can't just go, you want to I got into a fight with you, so I'm going to quit and I'm going to go to someone else where if you owned Chick-fil-A and I quit your franchise and went to go work at another Chick-fil-A, I can do that. Freely. Right? No, no, I and understand players that. You can't do that.
3: Actually, you can. You don't have to sign a contract when your contract expires. Yes, you can. Especially these contracts are basically three to five years max.
0: Buddy, when when Donald Sterling used... I understand. To be, if you're going to
3: use Donald Sterling as your only debate, then it's not even worth it. Be because I mean, I get it, but I'm just saying it's like... Those guys are done. Like, obviously, they made comments and they kicked them out of the league. But so, because of that issue, we have to change the word owner into governor. Come on,
0: are we? Are we really? Are we really getting that soft
3: in the NBA? Here's
0: the point, Mikey. If you can do better,
3: do better. I I agree with you on that, but I'm just saying there's no need to even go to that level. That's all I was pointing out. The NBA didn't need to go to that level. Do you see? Hold on. Okay. Do you see other sports saying, "Hey, wait a minute. You know what? The NBA changed it, so we should change it too." I could understand if the it NBA was going to be a growing thing. Has
0: always, the NBA, for the most part, has pretty much always been ahead of the curve. As, as, far, oh, as far
1: as endorsements, oh, he's right about that. I mean, the NBA, is in, in, out of all the sports, even football, oh. football is, is where it always is. It's, it's making about... 14 to i was about to
3: say football is a, you know 14 to 20
1: billion dollars every single year in endorsements and what they make even at the Super Bowl. Right. Right now basketball this year in endorsements made 10 billion dollars. I mean, they made a lot of money I, and they have new TV deals and new everything right now and it's getting close. I mean, it's not anywhere where the NFL is right now but if you look, if you ask anybody, basketball is more of a worldwide sport than football is. Of course, yes. and and that's why I think eventually basketball predominantly will grow to be the biggest sport in all of sports, especially with the young superstars coming out from all overseas. I mean, look at look at the players, Luka Doncic. Look at look at the player he's turning out to be. If KB... Predominantly, turns out to be the player that here, a lot of people here, think he's going to be. Here's the
3: problem: because of the roster size and you play no five question, on five, it's, and it's in America. It, yeah, it, no, not besides that, it just it won't get its full in a sense to where because you have a, a it's limited roster size. The number one size. social media, no, no, sports I in,
1: in in all of the country. I mean, when you talk about LeBron James, how many people are following LeBron James? Sixty million people. I mean. When you look at that just as a whole, when you have guys like LeBron James, and that's why I think Jeff is right about that in the argument of what you guys are arguing about, I think that basketball is is now growing because of the the star. It's 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 a star-driven league, but I remember it always has been. I I, I remember in the 60s and the 70s and even the 80s, there were teams that just because they had Uh, one top-of-the-line star, they had a good team around those players that helped them win. If you have the two best predominant players on one team... You have a better chance of winning than the better team now in sports, in, in in the basketball game. Why is that? Because the game is is customly built around it. Even referees, they're getting the the stars are getting more calls than the young players. That to me, right. except, besides Carmelo Anthony, of course. Carmelo Anthony never got a call. Ever got a call? I told
0: you, he's still waiting for a call. <laughs> oh, God. Right, but it also ha- it also comes down to the amount of people that. Are on the playing surface at one right? Ground, it's, right. It's Whether very it's limited. That's what I'm saying. Or, like when, when there's eleven, you know, there's twenty two people on the field, right? Eleven on offense, eleven on defense. Yes. Right? When you you know like one, it's it's much much harder for one person to control what eleven, uh, what ten other people are doing than it is for one person in basketball to kind of control the flow of four other people.
4: Right. Plus compensating for offensive and defensive packages if you put five corners on the field, three pass rushers, linebackers, etc.
0: Right, and and hockey doesn't really count towards this argument because during the flow of the game, you literally have all twenty people on the ice at the same time. Essentially, just because okay, there's only five in the goalie out there at the same time, but there's constant line changes. Like Correct. you're not stopping the play to Correct. go change personnel. You're doing that mid play. So well, like, I I understand that because you
1: can't you can't you can't go at that speed and shift, especially on ice. Like you can do back and forth on basketball. But here here's the thing that. I disagree. Hockey should be added to it because hockey, even though they're stars in the league, not, a matter of fact, go up and down who's won championships. The teams that have won, besides the Penguins, did any of those teams have the best player, the second best player in the league? Yes.
3: Oh, pretty much, yeah. Oh, oh. oh. the Blackhawks when they, when they oh. won. Oh. When okay, they won, the, the when Tows, they, hold on, hold Tows, on. Tows was, was one of the top centers in the league, and so was Kane. Was a top winger. But right, they
1: weren't the best, the top five players in the league. They weren't. Yes, sure they weren't. They are. Kane I was. I, I don't
3: know about Taves. Tows, Taves, yeah, at the time. I don't think at Kane. At the time that they won. Not now. At the time right, that no, they I don't know, won. If, I'll tell I you what, the team, I will tell you what was a top five center in the league. I will tell you.
1: Okay, they meant will tell. I will tell you, I'll tell you what. I will go. We'll, back go. we'll Obechkin, go back.
0: Is Ovechkin not a top five player? Ovechkin won last year. Is yeah. he not a top
1: Oh, he's, five a top, he's a top offensive player, an all-around player. He's not a top all-around player in the league. He's a, the he just learned great. how to play he's defense within the he's last two not. years. He's not. Ovechkin is not.
3: Because Trotz turned him into a, a defense. Yes, he has. I, I don't think he's Trott's a top five, five to him, player in, a, in his, the his only whole way, game. The only way we're going to be able to win and advance further if you play defense. And he finally adopted a playing defense. And it took two years, and they finally won the cup.
1: Yeah, but he's a good defensive player. I don't think he's top at, at that position of what he does. I, 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 he can hit. He's a big guy that can hit right. and he can throw his body. He's the best left winger in the game. Uh, offensively, offensively, I don't think his game. I am not saying Ovechkin right, is but a top not five a bad player defender
4: for somebody but that good of an offense. What, what I'm trying
1: what I'm trying to say did St. Louis have a superstar? Had a top superstar in the league? Did they have no, a top they have that,
0: No, they just had a goal. They have
1: a well-balanced players, team with but, but, very good but, players. But that's what I'm saying if you go back 10 to 20 years and you look at the NHL, it even though it, it there are stars in a league, you don't you don't have to win with stars to be a champion. In basketball, you have to have the two or three stars Correct. or you're not going to win. And that's what I'm that's what I'm saying.
0: I mean, go look well, That's become the case. That that wasn't the case. No, that's what I'm saying.
1: That's what what I'm saying. Even though though Michael Jordan was the best player, and that's why they won, because Michael Jordan was far and along the best player in the league. If you go back to the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s, and you look at even Bill Russell. Bill Russell was a great player. He was a great player defensively. He was the best
3: defensive player. No
1: question. He was the best defensive player. He wasn't the best player in the league. No. And that's, that's what I'm saying. They had the best team. That's what they had. Even when we look at the Lakers in the the 70s and and in the the, the late sixties with those teams with the Jerry Wests and the players that they had. They had Jerry West. He was a great point guard. He was a great guard. Okay. But the whole the team was good. The bench players were good. That team was great when they were when they were at top of the game. The game has changed. It's transitioned into a star league. So now you got a commissioner. That runs, the that, like every single league, the commissioner runs everything, and you would think that the commissioner would be on the sides of the owner. But right now, Adam Silver, because the, the players are making the league tons and tons of money with all the new TV contracts, and we talked about this, Jeff, he's banning now for the player, not for the owner. And to me... That's a catastrophe, because that's, that, that's going to
0: affect... That's not, that's not true either. All he's doing is changing the word to make the players more comfortable, so it's not... The players! Mentality. He, hasn't, he hasn't taken any power away from the owners or anything like that. Nothing has changed for the owners. This is just something that... Let's be honest. It, it's probably something that's long overdue, right? That's a terrible subject. Probably, would you say, 90% of the NBA is black, right? Like, that's what this... I thought it was Chinese. Come on, you know what I'm saying. But like 90% of the league black. You don't want to be using those kinds of words because of the history in this country. I see no problem with calling them governors or CEOs or whatever. And, I, it, it, and truthfully, I applaud Adam Silver for taking this action, right? Because at least he's being a little proactive. It would have taken... Roger, It would have taken (laughs) 10 incidences of racism before Roger Goodell would have ever done anything to move his ass to do anything. He is so reactionary, it's ridiculous. And I give Adam Silver credit for being proactive in this situation.
1: It's interesting. It's an interesting story. Um,
4: Speedy, what's the second uh, topic
1: we're going to get into? All right, so the
4: second topic is NFL schedule versus the betting odds and why that a lot of the Vegas favorites for both Win totals, MVPs, anything like that shouldn't matter because there's always going to be a surprise.
1: Now, here's the thing, Jeff. That's why I want you to stay on on this topic because we argue this all the time. We do. We,
0: we- know who the Super Bowl MVP is going to be. You uh, see, be and
1: this is this is why we sit here and we talk this and we doesn't argue matter. This. I own your ass. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> Anyways, my 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 thought to this particular subject, which people don't look at. Is the way the NFL is brought into not only the players, but the way the league is transitioned through betting and lining on who is going to be the 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 top team in the league, and it never works that way. Look 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 at last year. Everybody was saying Washington, even with Alex Smith, A.K.A. me, thinking that they were the worst team in the division. Besides, they would have made the playoffs. They probably would have won the division if Alex Smith didn't get hurt. Correct. One hundred percent. So. And nobody, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people thought there was no way in hell that the Redskins were going to be at the top of that division. No way. Because of the, because of the facts of what the Eagles are, and even Dallas with the defensive prowess that they had the year before. Everybody thought that they were not, they were, they were the fourth best team in the division. Now you look at this year. And you look at some of the teams. Look at the favorites. Obviously, the same favorites as we always have. The Patriots right now. Uh, you have um, who are the favorites right now? Right I think now, Seattle, New
4: England.
3: Chiefs, I think Seattle's
4: it's New England at eleven. Uh, the Chiefs and Rams and Saints are ten point five. Chargers are nine point five. Or uh, Bears are nine. Colts nine point five
0: like wins per year? This is win totals, like yes. This is projected oh, okay. win totals.
4: Colts are 9.5, Eagles 9.5, Browns, Packers, Steelers, Vikings, Cowboys at 9. So, that's basically the top 10, top 12.
1: Now, if we look at schedules, and we look at Kansas City right now, right now, they would have the second most wins in the league. Now, Who's on their team? <laughs> Kansas City. And, and and you look at Kansas City, look at the, the acquisitions they made in the offseason. They made some decent acquisition, but they lost a tremendous amount. Offensive and they don't they don't even know if Hill's gonna play all season long because he might be suspended a significant amount. We just saw Herndon from the Jets get suspended for four games because of that drive-in intoxication last year. Four games for that. Right. Four games the league gave him. Could you imagine what Hill's going to get if he is prosecuted by the league? He's gonna probably miss the whole season. How is Kansas City gonna be the sec- have the second most wins in the league? By Las Vegas now I understand how Vegas rates it because they got the best quarterbacks and this and this and that and what they did it's last year. How it well I, I, I understand well you might not think it's how it works, but they are, there's all how does it work, Jeff? you know because you, you work in it, Vegas. It, how, how does it work? It, it,
0: it, right they come up with a number right of why what you think and that number well no it's just based off of predictions and you know experts kind of thoughts. But then those numbers shift based on money that comes in. That's how you get lines for anything. Is, you know, right. if Vegas is trying to make money on the juice. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get equal amounts of money for and against the Chiefs getting that amount of wins because they don't care who wins or loses as long as that balance is even because they're getting paid off the juice.
3: Right?
0: They're trying to come up with a number where they can get money on both sides of the bet
3: if there's more sides going one way then they lower the you know then the bet changes the right, numbers that's change that's how
0: that number changes that's that's where that number has come from
3: and that's what's disturbing
1: to me about right now what's going on in football because they have they have who's in the MVP, 4 to 1, 10 to 1, 11 to 1, and all this other stuff. When you don't, you don't, real, you don't realize that, the I – I understand that it's become a betting world. And it's always been a betting world, but now it's becoming legalized here in the United States. And now almost everything, I believe that in 10 years, every single state will be uh, legalized in betting. No question it is. Good. But the fact is right now the way the NFL works and the way the money is tallied by the players and the organizations and even the ownerships, if that's the case, in my eyes, I think the players should make more money. I think the players should make a lot more money because if you look— That's not revenue for the league, though. I understand that. But right now the, the league is making hand over fist money, is it
0: not? Yeah, no, it definitely is, but that's not revenue the league is generating. It's right. not. You I can't just give people raises because you and I want to have a bet on something. No, no, no. I'm, much,
1: I'm not. I'm not, much, not. I'm not. Much, I'm, not I'm, I'm not even saying that. I'm not even arguing that. I'm not even arguing that with the betting thing. I'm. I'm looking at it. The league is making money hand over fist in all different areas of the world. And and but trust me, trust me. The NFL is definitely making money off of uh, of the deals that these states are making. With with the NFL and all those organizations. Or they not- it would not
0: be written- you show me one law where the NFL... I
1: guarantee you, Jeff. I guarantee me, you, Jeff. The law. The law I, I, the I, I don't the have the law. it in front of me, but if you really want me to look, I guarantee you the league is making money right now because if each exist. state...
0: There's no there's no deal with the state of New Jersey and the NFL where the state of New Not Jersey yet. is going to hand over a percentage of... Right, exactly. So Not yet. no money being handed over.
1: Not but, yet, but I, is, I, I look, do believe that the league will obviously do that. <laughs> they will make a deal because if the league wants, they could just step out and say I don't want any betting on basketball. I don't Want any betting on football, and they they have because every right to do right. that. It's their product.
0: They have no. They have zero control over what casinos do. What, what do you mean zero control?
1: What are you talking about? Yes, you, yes, you do. It's their product. No, they don't. Yes, you do. But
0: you have no control over who. who so, so you're you honestly no you're over. honestly
1: going to tell me right now in Vegas with all the betting and all the all the things that. Vegas is doing that. The NFL, the NHL, and the NBA, or the PGA, or when any professional sport—they're not sport, making right. anything off of that. They're not. They're
4: well, not they're not also making, losing a lot off of the bets that are lost too. I think most bets are still lost than won. I,
1: I can I can honestly I, I can honestly look that up. I, I beg to differ on that. I bet you. Yeah, I, I, don't,
3: a, I don't see there how. There is it,
0: not a casino yeah. in the world, and there is not. I don't a see how, how it's that Gambling that is giving any portion of any proceeds to any league. It
3: doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. Well, I, Speedy, I want you to do your research. Not right now. I want you to do your research tonight. And when That's I do below the gambling. mic, when I get below the mic, yeah, it's gambling. But the leak. Here, here's the thing, Mike. You no, no, I you saying, you own a product. Saying, you I own don't, a product. NBA, I don't, I don't think NBA is, is is an LLC, right? It's a it's an organization, a multi billion dollar organization. Right. So is the NFL. So is the NHL. So is the PGA. All of it is. It's and owned by the are,
3: are independently.
1: I understand that. Okay. But now the leagues, now the league, now all of it is becoming legalized worldwide. All these states are going to legalize betting and sports betting. The league wants to make some kind of money off it's the betting. It's not
3: the league. It's the state. The state I, wants I, to I make understand. the money. I, they, the league they, does too. Because, they, they, because the state wants to make money because they realize people are betting and they're not seeing anything in return. Why in is
1: Adam Silver the only one that likes the, the betting situation right now uh, going on uh, tra- worldwide? Why, why is Adam Silver the only one? Out of all the commissioners, it
0: raises, it raises the popularity of the sport. If more people can watch it and bet on it, that's more eyeballs. That, that's more advertising dollars.
1: I, I, beg, to have, on and,
3: that. I and, beg to differ. Have, that. No, that. And do, no more know. Donahue, uh, Donahue situations because no more wrestling paid off either.
1: I beg to differ that because they don't even need that. They have fantasy football now,
3: which is and they have fantasy baseball and, and,
1: fan, and, and, so and fantasy everything. So why do they? So why totally why do they need that? They don't Bandula need that. They, the they're NBA. predominantly popular just from that. They don't need that. They don't need that in.
0: DraftKings paid the
1: NBA. No, I I think that DraftKings have some kind of deal with the NBA. I think no. I want no. I I want to look that up
4: because I they I think the, the why the why did they go into almost bankrupt like three years ago? The, the NBA, with a billion dollar industry, it is couldn't bail them out then. Well, the NBA is the NBA is obviously draft getting endorsed actually, by
0: they're endorsing the through DraftKings as m- What what was that? DraftKings' two biggest shareholders are NFL owners. And, and who are those? Have, and who, uh, who are those? Jerry Jones and Bob
2: Kraft.
1: I didn't know that. So I didn't know that. Didn't know that so, but I I want to see. I want I want to look that. And that's what I want. That's what I want your homework to be. I want you to look that up, because on below the mic, that's that to me is a good subject to argue about because I think. That, I just don't see how it coincides. I get what you're saying. I just
3: don't see how it coincides.
1: I I just I look at the leagues as a total only, identity and its own identity, and no, they should be making money off of it. I think they should be making a percentage the off the betting.
0: The leagues are going to get a piece of it is if they somehow allow, allow live betting stations within the arenas, and that hasn't happened yet.
3: Because when you're in their arena or in their property, money. then you're, you're due to owe some type of compensation. When you're, right, you know, that. when you're in, you know, I'm just, I'll use Vegas. If you're in Vegas and you're betting on the Knicks game, there's nothing being compensated to the Knicks. Nothing. Because it's an independent gambling station.
1: No, I right. understand. I understand that. But with the new rules and the new legislation and, and what's going on right now that's in sports just betting, a, that's just, I, think, I think the leagues are going to say, you know what, I, we, want, we want a piece of the pot. It, we want to be surprised.
3: That's the state. I don't think it's the it's the, sports that, that's, that's no. the Well, th- I, I as as a whole, you have all
1: this legalized betting and all, there'll be different organizations more than DraftKings when it when it becomes legalized throughout the country, there'll be other ways of making sports bets. It won't just a matter of fact, I think I think when you look at DraftKings and and, and what they're doing and and band they banded together mm. with uh
4: FanDuel.
1: FanDuel, I think they're going to be out of business when this happens.
3: I think they're going to be completely out of business. I agree. because statement games is making a run.
1: State <laughs> games, you're idiots. But I'm being serious. I, I I look at it as the way it is, and I think the league is going The leagues are gonna sit down and say, you know what? Everybody's got their hand dipped. The state, the the commissioner, the politicians, they have their hand dipped in this. We need have, to have they, our they hand have no dipped. Leverage. They in not yet, leverage. not yet. But I think the league. I think the league as a whole has a lot of leverage. It's it's an. It's owned by its own identity. It's owned by the ownership. It's LLC'd, and you could do whatever you want. You have you have total control of your own product. You absolutely do. And you know this. If you you own the pattern. Right now you don't. But that now the now that it's becoming legalized worldwide and state state to statewide, I think the leagues are gonna demand some kind of
3: Let me just throw a hypothetical at you. Say, for example, if I was a web designer and I created a, a betting site. Yes. I own the site. Mm-hmm. There's no way I would need to compensate an NBA team. If you have an NBA, and I
1: think that in my eyes, if I'm an owner of an organization and I own that organization and my team and my emblem is on that particular product in betting, I should get a percentage of wherever they're putting their bets in in that particular city or situation. That's, that's you can what I think, think that, but I, it, I, it doesn't happen. I'm, as of right now, it might not happen, but it's only. Legal. I thought that's what the conversation no, was it, about. The, it is about that, but in in thought, Vegas. I I listening to all the 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 commissioners of all the sports. Gary Bettman says he doesn't want betting. You had the NFL Roger Goodell who doesn't want betting, and you have the only guy in all of the the, the professional organizations that commissioners of the organizations, The reason why- is.
3: Re- Adam Silver. The reason why commissioners don't want betting is because they don't want to deal with baseball dealt with, with Pete Rose being a manager and betting on the game. He's doing though, it
1: anyways. Everybody's doing it anyways.
3: I know that, but when you become, le- when it's more legal. Floyd Mayweather
1: all, tried to bet on
3: He bets on himself all the
1: uh, time. He, he tried to bet $800,000 on himself because uh, he, he he wanted to bet that he was going to knock the guy out in 11 rounds. And, and that's have personal choice. And they wouldn't, let him, and they not wouldn't that, let him.
0: But is that against the rules in boxing? But because. It's Explicitly against the rules in baseball. That was right. the thing with Pete Rose. It's in the rules. Like, is
1: that a rule in boxing? It is a rule. You can't bet on yourself. But if that's the case In when, boxing, you really can't, you can't bet yourself? On yourself. No. you can't bet on yourself. No. Can't bet on yourself. Interesting. You can have somebody. Well betting. yeah, I
3: I guess I guess it makes sense because of the fact thereof But
1: if somebody finds out that you were betting through another person, right. you could be fined and you can lose well, your license. No, not necessarily. Yes, because, you can.
3: No, you can't because I, I've heard multiple times that um Mayweather has hit or quote-unquote his camp, you know, his peeps, whatever you want to call them, has made large amounts of bets most likely it's probably... For him? And it's probably on him. If, or for if, him.
1: if, if that's the case, he, he could lose his license. I mean... You never did? It, as, but I, that's why I don't believe that story. I think, I think these stories are predominantly brought out by the press because they're trying to throw these athletes under the bus and try to get these guys in trouble. I, I don't believe that. I, I really don't. And and that's why when, when you think about these stories that are going out and the way betting is, is betting helping the sport? You guys might say it is. You might argue it's helping the sport. In my eyes, bet. it's. I I know you love betting. I know you do. You love to bet everything. You you'll probably bet how many times you take a dump every single night if if you could.
0: No, no, no. I'm pretty regular. That's a pretty solid number.
1: Well, that's why you'd bet it, right? That's why you bet it,
3: right? Odd or even? Oh, even. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> <so> stupid. <laughs>
0: but, but that's what I'm. Saying, but that's what I'm saying though. Is like there there isn't there is no league benefit, benefiting from any of these casinos these casinos get all the profit
1: right. right as but there's like i said it's only it's only um legalized in a couple of states it's not legalized in in 30 states or 20 states right, it's, but, uh, right, but, it's uh, only uh, legalized uh, in like 5 or 6 states so that's right, not a lot. But the, the casinos NFL, will still profit, the though. NFL, the casinos so will profit, like- and the league is not, and the league is trying to make money. It's all about making more money, Speedy. That's what you're not understanding. When the new contracts, new CBAs come out, what are these organizations trying to do? They're trying to make more money for the owners, more money for the organizations that they're commissioners of. Because if they're making more money for the owners, they're making more money for themselves. So how do you but do that? Betting no is no a multi-billion dollar organ- it, it's, it's It's a billion dollar industry. It's a billion-dollar industry, and the leagues they are have trying. But no leverage to get that not money. yet. But they will because they own the product. They own their product, and what they're posting up there, and the way they're putting their product out there, they own the rights to that product. They do. Right, but
0: right, right. They, No, they own the rights to the broadcast of that product. You can watch that product and bet on it.
1: Yes, but I believe that these uh, these states are going to have new rules. Are you in the pool right now? By the way, nobody. <laughs> Oh, it's, I thought you were for a second. What What is the weather down there right now in Florida? Hot, bro. It's Florida hot over here too. It's hot. It's what? What? What's the weather out there right now? What is? What is? It's like standing on the sun, bro. Well, last yesterday was like 96 degrees. It was. It was terrible outside. So, and today I think it's 86, but the humidity makes it feel like it's 95. It's terrible out right now. I can't stand this weather, by the way. But, uh, anyways, I got every Jeff. Day here, bud. I know, Jeff. Anyways, thank you for listening, Jeff.
0: Uh, always a pleasure, Harold. It's I mean to to know that you guys are back. It just warms my heart.
1: <laughs> You're so stupid. Thank you, Jeff.
0: To uh, hear you guys babbling on about nonsense like they like the use of the word owner, Mikey. That's disappointing, man. You're better than I know. That no, no, no. I know.
3: Funny. All I said was it's pathetic that they have to change it. It's getting really. Oh, Mikey, that's Mikey, all Mikey, I finally,
0: said. Let me ask you a question. Sure. how, how, how is ERA in Major League Baseball calculated? How many points does your
3: ERA go up when someone gets a hit? I mean, it'll barely anything because it only goes it up on runs, go. earned runs. Only goes up
0: on runs. Well, Speedy was trying to tell me that. I said it goes up until
4: the,
3: until the out resets. Oh, I here thought. he goes. I thought it he was
4: because trackers uh, were threw me off.
1: No, that's so funny because Jeff tries to attack somebody on some of the no, shows. No, no, no. Because yeah, I was no, funny. No, funny. Like,
3: ERA only goes up by the runs you give up in in the in oh, the, yeah, in the, reset with the, the outs. twenty-seven
0: outs. Right. Speedy's telling me his app is different because someone got a single and the guys. No, right? I thought. Uh, I always thought can, when I like I was. It can monitoring, never go
3: up on just
4: a. Hit. No, no, and then it resets <laughs> on the out. I always thought that way for a while because of what I saw with trackers. You're but terrible, I guess Jeff. Not. You are
0: terrible. I mean, think about how dumb that is. It's the earned <laughs> run average. Well, I know like, the formula. I knew the formula. <laughs> just
4: those things were throwing me off. <laughs>
0: it's, it's genius. Every time you get a double, it goes up a percentage line or down.
4: Until the out. That's what I thought originally. (laughs) Because of the way game centers, MLB, and stuff like that were doing it. All of a sudden, you allow a hit, and it goes 3.21 to 3.23 somehow. I didn't understand it either, but I always thought it.
0: But you were certainly arguing that that's how ERA is calculated. That was the I said I said argument. it
4: was – no, I said I know the formula. I just I just said it – I thought it contributed a little bit somehow, like indirectly. I didn't know why. Know. I never knew no, – I no, didn't say yeah. I knew why. No,
0: no, 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 Speedy. You can't say that you know the formula and then argue that it's affected it because you clearly don't know what the formula is if you believe it's affected.
4: It. Jeff, I said it <laughs> resets. <laughs> <laughs> My oh, argument <laughs> was not that. I know the formula. Where it where just somehow – I, <laughs> I thought it indirectly – Years,
3: that, What's resetting?
0: You
4: when you when you get, get the, when you get the when you get the out when you get the out obviously there's you have more innings pitched you go from like let's say there's th- one out you go three and a third innings and it'll go to three and two thirds innings right. that'll help your array, obviously I I for some reason I thought again like a, a, but I'm a not hit.
3: understanding of what you mean by resetting. Like
4: it'll go back down to like what it would have been without the runs. Like obviously it'll be three oh. and a third divided by or gotcha. the uh, the uh, three and a third divided by how many runs you allowed. That's that's what it is, and it is what it is. I just thought for some reason because maybe you didn't get the out or something like that, it raised it up a little bit for some reason indirectly, is what I always thought. The only thing that know.
3: goes, the only thing I believe that goes up. When when there's a hit, I believe is your whip. Right. No, I know that
4: whip is not, the basic not, formula. Not, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The whip whip is walks and hits and the well, basic formula. You should
0: formula. go listen to Thursday show because Speedy was telling me hits affect ERA. No, <laughs> well, I, I said it, it was
4: happens. indirectly affecting ERA, which is what I thought for a and while. I did say indirectly. I did say indirectly.
0: Hits affect it, and I will. No. the clip and send it to you. You are one hundred percent dead wrong again because you're a momo. I said it was
4: <laughs> indirectly, Jeff. I said it somehow. Jeff. I didn't know why,
1: but somehow it did. Jeff, uh, listen to all the other topics. I think you'll enjoy it. You'll probably call up again. <laughs> Thanks,
0: Jeff. We should head over to Bagel Boss with Mike from Bayshore. You guys both deserve to uh, hang out over there together. Bagel Boss.
2: <laughs> Thanks.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Oh, all right, boys. Enjoy your evening. <laughs> Jeff from Tampa... <laughs> You should go hang out with Mike from Bayshore and go to Bagel Boss.
3: Now watch uh, Mike call. <laughs> I'm at Bagel Boss. <laughs>
1: well, obviously, you guys know the story about Bagel Boss, the guy that went crazy and started taking shots at women. And, uh, yeah, he's a Ranger fan. Yeah, he's, a, he's an everything fan. I think this guy was just trying to sell... Whatever he was trying to sell to he the public. He looked like a midget. He is a midget. Oh. And he is guy. supposing the story is coming out that there's more women reaching out to him than he's ever seen before. So, really? Yes. They want to beat him, him. up. No. They want, they want to actually date him. It's pretty funny. Anyways, uh, what's the next topic, Speedy? All
4: right. So we're at number three now. Mm-hmm. So the next one is in terms of also the NFL. Uh, it depends on you. You were saying about the scheduling and also the coaching. Now, why in the NFL more than any other sport does coaching matter in comparison to every other professional sport? And it's interesting because
1: you look at hockey and you see what the coaches do. Barry Trotz did to the Islanders with with Doug Weight being there the year before and then Barry Trotz going over there and completely transitioned the team with practically the same players. Actually, probably a worse roster because they didn't have their best player because he decided to flee and go to Toronto and win 48 games after the year before where I think they only won like 38 or 37 games. So you, you look at coaching in hockey, it's also very, very important. But my argument here is... I know a lot of people say that you need a good coach. Phil Jackson was a good coach. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time, especially winning with the Lakers and winning with Chicago like he did. And he 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 had he coached some of the best players of all time. You look at Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Everywhere he went, he coached predominantly top players at their position in the league when he was coaching those organizations. And you look at Football, you'll look at, obviously, we all know Bill Belichick and what he has done for the New England Patriots, winning six titles, six six championships over there in New England in almost like 18 years, 19 years, which has been um, unbelievable. Winning seasons every single year, every single year since Tom Brady and Bill Belichick has been uh, accustomed to winning with that organization. But why is it, Mike, when you look at football... And I know there's a lot of plays and, and knowing uh, different play calling and different numbers that they're calling up and even signals at the line of scrimmage where you know, as you know, the, the great sayings of great uh, guys like Peyton Manning, Omaha or Rex Ryan or all these things that he was calling at the line of scrimmage that only the players would know in abbreviation to a play. Why is it that the coach who most of the time is an expert in one side of the ball, offense and defense. Why is it that the coach in football is so much more important in football than any other sport? And I I, I know when you when you look, and there are people that'll argue. If the hockey fan, a hockey fan would say it's hockey, but that's not true. I I've seen posts and I've seen arguments all over the social media market. Which is harder to coach in professional sports? What What do you need a top coach for in professional sports? And and they put baseball, hockey, football, and basketball the four top sports in America. Not talking about soccer that's worldwide. Why is it football by a, a landslide over all the other sports?
3: I think because of the roster size, injuries, and the type of game that it is. There's more technique involved to where. You know, obviously there's plays being called and certain plays have a certain style of developing and you need a certain, you know, technique to do it so the coach has to do it and understand what the opposition is probably throwing against him and try to make those adjustments because there's 11 on 11 right off the bat. And it's a speed game. So that could possibly be the reason.
1: My argument is hockey. And that's the thing. When I I look at all the sports, the manager, if you have – if you know how to run a bullpen, and you have a good bullpen, and you have a good all-around team, you can manage. Me and you could manage. If we know the game enough, correct. we if can manage. there's a dominant
3: team, anybody can manage. Yes, correct.
1: we can manage.
3: Uh, anybody can manage the Lakers, I mean uh, the Golden State Warriors with no, that team. Absolutely. Anybody can manage the Yankees with their lineup and stuff like that.
1: Anybody could man- manage Michael Jordan and Scottie <clears throat> Pippen. Anybody could have managed them. And everybody's going to say, well, they didn't win until Phil Jackson got there. No, they didn't win until Scottie Pippen grew into his body. Once Scottie Pippen came to the organization, the team and the, the whole team completely changed. Defensive. I mean, you have arguably two of the best defensive players on your team in the league on one team. And arguably the best offensive player in the league on your team. So, Yes, I, I I understand that. I, I would I would agree that basketball you don't need a top coach to win championships. You really don't. I mean, look at the championship. the Cavaliers. Who was their coach? A couple of years, ago. <laughs> Tyron I mean, Lou. Tyron yeah. Lou. I mean, I, Steve Kerr. Does anybody did Steve Kerr ever coach before he took over the Golden State Warriors? He never did. No, nope. he was a radio show guy. I mean, look at the look at the coaches in the last past. I don't know. 15 years that have won championships. Tell me any of them that you think were any good.
3: I mean, seriously. Well, I hate to say it. I mean, and I'll be honest. Popovich is starting to be questioned because now without Tim Duncan, he ain't winning to Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to bring this
1: argument up. But if you look at hockey and you look at coaching, just straight out coaching, how good was Toronto before their, uh, what's his name again, went to Toronto? Babcock. How good was Toronto? Toronto was one of the worst teams in the league. Correct. Until Lou Lamorello went there and Babcock went there.
3: Babcock was there first.
1: But Lou Lamorello and Babcock went, and it changed. The transition of the the team completely changed when Lou and Babcock went there. Now you look at the Islanders this year. The Islanders were a 36-37 win team the year before with John Tavares, arguably one of the top five, top seven players in the league. They lose John Tavares. They have practically the same team. Same defense. Same everything. And they were the best defensive team in the league. They had the best goals against. Had predominantly the best goaltending tandem in all of the NHL. Two guys that you... One guy was a drug addict. The other one was a journeyman. Everywhere he's gone. That's my argument when you look at sports. Craig Berube... Went to St. Louis. They were the 31st worst team 30 games into the season. 30 games into the season. They were one of the worst teams, the second worst team in the NHL. And they won the Stanley Cup. So you think it's hockey? I think hockey. I think hockey you need. I mean, need, it's up there, but I don't think it's. I think hockey you need. the. I, I think in hockey you need. Because but how, because you play okay five on thing. five on an ice. Let's go. Let's go. Besides, a Bill, lot of Belich- informal concepts, besides so. Bill Belichick. Besides Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Let's take him out of the the mix. Bring me up the last champions, Philadelphia. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. What is but what did Doug Peterson win before he became before he? Well, he was Super an Bowl? offensive coordinator. He was so an yeah. offensive coordinator, and he was an offensive coordinator for how long?
4: I think four
3: years. Yeah,
1: not that long.
4: Under uh, it was it was a long time.
1: No, it was a long. It was longer than four years. He I, he was he was with Philadelphia. He was he, he wasn't. Well, he, I think
4: he was the quarterback coach before he yes, was the offensive coordinator. Yes,
1: he was with the Philadelphia Eagles for a long time. He was there for like right. nine years, and then he joined and, exactly. So my my thoughts: are, go look at the coaches
3: that have won in the last. But if you're an assistant or a quarterback coach, you have you're not really part of winning.
4: But here's the other thing too: the argument with the Eagles is the case of. How much did his coaching really help the other players? Because they had a lot of unknown offensive personnel, obviously. No, see
3: what his coaching did was he installed a style. Like I said before, he implemented a style that benefited his quarterback for the offense to thrive in. Right.
4: Right. Yeah, and decent, the defense was pretty good. Right. The defense was already good, and I think their defensive coordinator, Schwartz, is very was good. Their defense was great, too, and their right. offensive line was But great. again, right. look at all the games in the playoffs. Besides the first game they played against Atlanta that they won with offense. They won. They scored 38 points against the Vikings defense, which was really good, and they scored 41 against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So that's a lot to do with a backup quarterback, a platoon of running backs. That has to do a lot more where, where his concepts, where he was willing to take a lot of chances. And the
1: best offensive team in the league last year, the
4: Rams, couldn't couldn't score any. Against the New England Patriots. Right. And and a lot of that had to do with, again, just the the matchup. And you got to give. Defensive coaching a lot of credit there too. And on both ends. Wade Phillips and Bill Belichick slash But that's Brian my argument Forrest. too. Hockey player, hockey teams,
1: there's a defensive minded guy and there's an offensive minded guy, and then there's a coach. And sometimes each team has their goaltending coach on the uh, on the bench too. It depends on what team it is and and and, no, and
3: the goaltending coach is usually in the in the locker room. Sometimes on the they're on the but bench. They, there's
1: certain teams. But because St. Of, St. Louis St. Louis's goaltending coach be, was on the uh, it was on the bench.
4: But because of how much constant action is there is in hockey the coaches end up controlling less as a whole. If, you're, if you go a four-minute shift with, shift with the same line, they can only do so much and to a certain extent. You could have a set face-off play. You could have a concept, all right, go crash the net, go spread out and shoot from the point, okay. Yeah, but there's so many players but, getting called. So Barry Trotz, and I remember, the, I
2: remember
1: when Barry Trotz, they said, what changed the outlook of the Islanders? How, what did you do that changed the Islanders? And he said, there was nothing changed about the, the 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 team as a
3: whole can't because they're the same well.
1: Yes, but he says he said that what I changed was the the different calls at the line of scrimmage, the defensive calls, diamond to squares at different points of the game. He was calling plays out, and the team he this is the way this is the way you train your guys. This is the way you coach your guys during practices. And by the way, hockey, you practice every day. There is no day break or anything like football. You only practice well, football, twice a week.
3: They, they changed. I understand they that the rules because, because the it's an
1: aggressive Josh sport. Right. It's aggressive sport. Oh, but, really? what Josh- but what about hockey? But what about hockey? No, they did it because of uh, with the head. They head injuries and everything like that was going on. That's why there was no full contact. Only once once a week is half full contact in in practices. But look at hockey. Full contact every single practice. They're doing everything. Plays, learning new plays every single game. Every single practice, they're doing different things. And and, and that to me is why I think hockey. It's all about I believe you can have the top talented players if you don't have a good coach you're not going to win. In football, we have seen teams not with the top coaches, not top coaches have mediocre coaches that have won Super Bowls. Pete Carroll when he came into the league you saw what he did with the New England Patriots. Nothing. You saw what he did with the Jets. Nothing. He went over there for USC. He cheated. He had to leave. <laughs> he had to leave before he was going to get suspended and probably be fired from his and fr- fired from his job. So he went to Seattle. He went okay. with a good GM, a GM that was rookie who obviously
4: knew how to draft. And he, he's, They know he how to draft defense. Yes. They, besides Wilson, they haven't really drafted much offense. But that's what I'm saying. You look at that, and Pete Carroll, and everybody gives Pete Carroll
1: all the credit in the world because he's a defensive-minded coach and because of their defense. But Pete Carroll was a terrible coach everywhere he went in the NFL. Now all of a sudden he found a way. He found Russell Wilson, a.k.a. coach, to quarterback. Now the only coach I think in, in football that it's all about scheme is Bill Belichick. Because I believe that if you put...
4: Yeah, because he just implements
3: anybody. Well, yeah,
4: Bill Belichick works with any kind of personality. He's, he's the only one. He's the only one. I'll give you that. He's the only the, one.
3: Bill Belichick's the type to if you're athletic enough and you can move and understand the plays, I could put you in a position to succeed. He doesn't care. Well, He doesn't if, really, He doesn't even really care about the top is. athletes. That's what I'm saying. Either. He wants that's intelligence, why, guys. That's why I say you don't need to be a top... If right. you're athletic enough to understand what he's calling and be able to defend or or go out and catch a pass... Well, he we'll, could use you. We'll, we'll see if he can do it without you know, Tom Brady.
1: He, he never did it without Tom Brady until Tom Brady came. But I think he figured it out when he went to New England how he can was transition. was he doing
3: it? I mean, I know he didn't win, but didn't, wasn't he successful with Bledsoe before Bledsoe got injured? He was pretty. He didn't win, but he was pretty successful. With
1: Bledsoe, Bledsoe Blev, remember Bledsoe was the number one. He was the number one pick. You know what I mean? This guy was. So what we're gonna say is it it because a, Tom Brady's a six round. Pick? No, no. What I'm saying is, is that he didn't win anything with Bledsoe. They didn't win no championship. No, no. no I didn't say that. I
3: said, but he was successful with Bledsoe. Until he did alright with
1: Bledsoe. He didn't do
3: great. I understand, but Bledsoe didn't maybe have enough aspects to get over the hump. Bledsoe was injury prone. But right, but Bledsoe he Bledsoe did succeed with him. Bled- I, I he don't did, think, well, I don't wasn't it like so. a twelve and four season before? That's when. He- no, I don't think
4: Belichick no. was the coach then. I no. think that was still Parcells. That was Parcells.
3: Bledsoe? Yes, I thought it was
4: Bledsoe. No, I'm pretty sure he only had one it season maybe. with Bledsoe, and I think it was like my, eight and eight or something. But like that.
1: my argument here is: is you go look at hockey, go look at, go well, look the only at.
3: Di- the only difference with hockey is that it's, it's five guys continuously. exactly. But look at the. And it's also a smaller but besides surface. Besides
1: Baruby, besides take him out of the equation. Look at the champions that they've had. Look at the champions. Barry Trotz, is he a top coach? Okay. Pittsburgh's uh, to co- he's not a great coach. Who the one that's right now coaching right now the team? Sullivan. Sullivan's a good coach.
3: No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's bounced around the league. He bounced around the league. He bounced around the league, and he finally won two Stanley Cups by coming in. He won back to back Stanley right. Cups. Hello, that team's loaded. That loaded. They had no defense. No, what it was, they had no goalie. Ah, they, they had no defense, Mike. They had, a, they had a no. choke prone flurry, Mike. Yeah. They right. had
1: Letang. That's what I'm saying, Mike. They had Letang. They didn't have anybody on that defense. Letang's well, one out of six. One out, <laughs> exactly one out of six of Matt terrible
3: defensive play in the playoffs, oh, right? Yes, he, he became your your playoff-bound Dominic Hasik. He uh, stopped everything. He
1: stopped everything in the defense. It had was a, and, and the defense had a lot to do with it in certain aspects of the game. If you look, remember Game Four against the but Predators. Sullivan's not they a had, good had no coach. defense. It was all. But I think he is a good coach. I think, so. I think he's a very good coach. If you can win back-to-back Stanley Cops, you're doing something right. You're doing something right. Who was the
3: last coach to do that? Crenville
4: no, he never did back to back. He
3: didn't do back to no, back with Kyle? No, he nope. didn't.
4: He won three out of five years. He won three, years. Out of three out of five years. Never back to back.
3: Win, never
4: loss, win, loss, win. No, I think it was three out of six. I think and there did, were two. Did, three out did, of five. Hold on. Didn't the Kings win back to back? I think nope. did they did too. No. The Blackhawks were in between the two yes. Kings. Yes. It was Blackhawks, then the Bruins over Vancouver. Do you then know it was the, the last, kings, last team Blackhawks. to do that? You
1: know the last team to do that in the NHL?
4: Was it the Devils?
3: Nope.
4: No. No, the Devils,
1: I know was Was it Colorado then? No In the uh, 90s
4: Nope no. Okay Give up Detroit Nope Okay
1: They didn't went back to back years Then it won. was the Penguins again was it I guess
4: in the 90s No Anon did
1: not win Anon, Anon, Anon only won once won one. Then it was the Penguins in the 90s though. It was the Penguins That was the last team to do it The Penguins of the The Mew and Yager years So That's what I'm saying And And, and, and who was the coach of that When they won
4: I don't remember Yeah I don't know that either
1: wasn't it what's his name again who uh Scotty Bowman wasn't it Scotty Bowman
4: no he no. coached detroit he, he was on and, detroit at that no, time No, in, right?
1: in 90, 92 91 i don't no think i he thought was. he
4: was with montreal at that time i think he was with montreal yeah, who no, it
1: who was Bowman. the coach check check it was it was somebody it was a legendary coach it was a legendary coach i
3: have no idea
1: it was a legendary coach but i i my argument here i i think coaching in in hockey I mean, it helps. Of I, 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 I think it's the most important thing. I think in all the sports, everybody says it's football. I think it's hockey. Oh,
4: you're part right. Scotty Bowman was for one, yeah. 92, and then Bob Johnson was the other. Yeah, Scotty Bowman. Bob
1: Johnson is yeah. not a good. No, no, but it was Scotty Bowman's team. He built that team. Scotty Bowman was a part. He built that team. And then I remember, because I remember Scotty Bowman when he won with the, the Pittsburgh Penguins. By the way, a nice guy. I met him at, uh, in Dallas at the 2018 draft. Very nice guy. But I'll tell you this right now: If you look at besides the Patriots, take the Patriots out of the equation. Okay, that's that's just one team, one play. How many teams? How many teams are trying to mimic the, what the Patriots do? All of them, right?
4: Every, every game, a good amount of them. Bill I Belichick, he, he's the
1: only them. coach. He's the only coach that really changed the the thought of every single week is different. Every single week,
4: I'm going to run the well, ball. Do You I'm consider McVay
3: a good coach for the Rams? No. See, I don't See, either. He's, he's that, a good I,
4: conceptual coach, but he also had a lot of talent. That's so. what I was
3: just gonna say. I think a lot of talent exactly. got, I think got exactly. slowly got slowly put together I, there.
4: I think the next probably the next closest thing is probably Sean Payton, just because he yes, he does have Drew Brees, but like, their receivers are nothing right. special. Their running backs until now are nothing special. Like, th- th- that was probably the closest thing. Marcus Colston was a seventh-round pick, turned into a good receiver. Like, right. obviously, Jimmy Graham, I think, was undrafted. He turned into a, a top think, tight end for a while. I lot. think his, – And his offensive concepts are as creative as a
1: guess. I think too. Peyton is predominantly what, what Bledsoe is. I don't – he's – I think Peyton's a great coach. I think he's a great coach. He's nowhere on the lines of what Bill Belichick is. And that's why I say that if if Drew Bledsoe wasn't there, I mean, not Drew Bledsoe, Drew Brees wasn't there, I don't think Peyton
4: would be as success, successful but as he is. here's the other thing, too. I think Bill Belichick would. Sean Peyton also coached a New Orleans Saints team that, for a while was playing in a division that has been very good for a long time and a conference that has a lot of parity too. Who says Sean Payton in the AFC doesn't get all that either? Because besides the Patriots and maybe the Colts and the Steelers for a while, were, there's – there's not been a lot of good teams in the AFC. There's not been a lot of good coaching, and that's why I say right. So Sean Cajun was in the AFC, or Bill Belichick I, I think, is in the NFC. That could be a lot different, though. I, too.
1: I think my argument is is that I think hockey. You need a. I think you need a top end coach to to help you win, and and I don't know if Craig Berube. I think Craig Berube is the first coach in my eyes in the last 10, 12 years that I. He's be, the first interim coach. Yes, to win a Stanley Cup. He's the only one that I would honestly say that I think you won't you won't say that, but. He's uh, he also is the one who found Benning uh, Bennington Pennington or whatever is it? Was, um,
3: well, he knew um, Bennington.
1: Bennington because he he coached him Correct. in the AHL, and he's he's the one who brought him up, and he t- he won Allen's job. Who well, Alan, yeah,
3: but let's get serious. If it was not for Bennington really getting hot?
1: I'm I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that I think that in in professional sports when you when you try to compare all four sports, I think because you, it's you the need same to, thing.
3: Like like for example, you're a big fan of Van Biesbroek. That Florida team sucked. Oh, they sucked. If it wasn't for Van Beesburg standing on his head, they would have never even went around. It's because Van Beesburg was so damn good. But that was also first year for
1: Doug McLean and Doug McLean is very successful. As a matter of fact, Doug McLean right now runs, he's he's one of the big parts of running the organization.
3: He's a bright hockey mind. Doesn't make you a great coach. No, but he was a good coach. He won I thought he was okay. He was good. He, I thought he was okay. He had a, a great record
1: as a head coach for the Florida Panthers. Remember, he stepped down. He didn't get fired. No, no, he no stepped no, down. Doug McLean stepped down, and he was a teacher before he took over the Florida Panthers job. I
3: know he was a great mind, but, I mean, sometimes— And he, he is- runs.
1: He's one of the big minds right now for the NHL. Doug McLean is in office for the NHL. I saw. I actually saw Doug McLean mm-hmm. at the draft. So he's he's a big mind for the NHL. So that I mean, you can argue it, but I think hockey— mm-hmm. Is, is the sport. If if you were to compare from hockey to football, those are the two sports, but I would say you need a top-end coach it's to win Stanley Cup. It is debatable. I just absolutely. think, again,
4: there's so much more depth-oriented in football. The only and reason why it is because you have more All the different packages, rosters. all that's, the different that's styles the GM. Of play. That's the GM. Buddy. Right, but it's also the, the your style, your coaching style implemented.
3: When you have a 53-man roster compared to an 18-player roster, it's a big difference. I right. think, and I there's think, and there's also... Again, I think you more- need
1: the best GMs in sports. Yes. In, in in football. Yes, but in coaching, to, yes. in coaching, I think it's hockey. I think it's hockey. But, it, but it's also a lot of great because football It's very coaches. hard to
3: try to accumulate talent that you're paying and try to accumulate talent that you don't have to
1: pay I right will, I will tell to you, try to make it work. I will tell you this also, Mike. There are more young NHL stars that come out at a young age than there are in football players. It takes a while for these football players to develop their skill. Hockey players is different. You can tell right away the whole
3: the whole league has changed to it now I'm it's just star
1: power at twenty one. I'm just saying. I, I just I, I'm looking when you look at hockey, There are players that coming in as a league at 18, 19 years old, they're their stars. And in football, it takes a while for these takes guys to to develop into technically. Bec- but you you need technique for hockey. Don't don't get it twisted. Hockey is technique? the hard. Oh, you need a load of technique. Skating skating is a technique by itself. Oh, okay, From that aspect, it me. is, a technique, technique, it is it, a technique by itself. It is it's a technique by itself, and that's why hockey's become a speed sport. It's it's become all speed. If you it, when when you look at the the play calling and, and the defense to offense and and all that other stuff. Look at Connor. Look at Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid is a great two way player. He's a great. His size, his ability, his speed, everything that he brings and he delivers to the game. Two way player. He's a good two way player. Yes, he is. Connor McDavid is a very good two way player. Absolutely. I, I don't
3: really see him play. defense.
1: Uh, I, he's a good two way player. He. Why is he always on the first power play team? Uh, I mean, penalty killing. He's always out there in the first penalty killing. You sure. Always. 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 He's on the first. Penalty killing, all the time. Anyway, Speedy, what's the next, the next one?
4: All right, so the next one has to do with the NBA. The, uh, going the
3: back into that one. Hmm? Nothing yeah. but Acker's league. Nothing yeah. but Ather-, Ather. Well,
4: yeah, it's the NBA, and why is it so uh, star-driven in comparison to other sports? And that's a good question. And and I want to know
1: your opinion. I want to know your opinion. I'm going to state my opinion. So why is the NBA a star-driven league out of all the leagues in because all the sports? Because
3: there's not that many people on the court at once. It's the it's the it's the least sport that could be individually driven because you have the ball in your hand, and it's only five what other guys. What about the puck in your hand? Well, you can't. You're not allowed to hold right. the
4: puck. Right, right. But it's hard. It, you lose that more often. It's easier to hold on to the basketball. On, it's right. a lot harder. No, I'm talking to steal. about handling
1: like, the puck. I'm talking about handling the puck. I mean, the, the, predominantly when you talk about. Uh pow, pow, like because, because league is skating, into a point okay, guard league, right?
3: Because skating, you're on an ice. Basketball, you're on two feet, your own you make you're on ground. You're on your two feet, you're skating. Skating is a lot difficult. What if you get blown by? You, you have to turn around. It's a lot different to turn around and catch up compared to basketball where you're already on the floor. It's, you're, you, you're, your feet are on the floor to turn around and make that where you can catch up going back compared to hockey. If somebody gets by you, it's almost like it's very – I'm not going to say it's easy, but – To make that turn and skate backwards, you use a lot more technique to where you might not be able to catch up if somebody blows by you. We've seen in basketball, it's all about your own personal speed to just run and glide and get back
4: on defense. Plus, you can dribble, you can hold the ball in the air and find a a, spot to pass. It's completely more individual-driven
3: compared to any sport because of how it's played, how the game is played. It's individually driven.
4: Plus, it's also a stamina sport where you need depth too. Right. Like you, you need you need two, three good lines to win. Really, you you can't have just one star line and be able to win.
3: And no matter what, even if that's not true. Let's speed, just say, by the way. let's just say just you. So fought. you know,
1: I'll give you NHL Stanley Cup championship teams that had one great line and the other lines were eh, and they had good goaltending and one great line and that one great line scored. Predominantly, all the goals throughout the playoffs. All right, but I can, name teams. Okay, I can but name teams. I can name teams. Right, I'm now. sure. I'm Off sure the it's head not, in the 90s, right, that but that I'm today. sure it's
4: not the majority, though. Is what I'm saying. Majority but, probably, but has you two, can't say that. Lines. But you,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's you, you say that you say that NBA, NBA is a star driven league, and that's why they run the league. I, I could say the same about all the other sports. I mean, look at the NFL. Peyton Manning was the face of football. Was yeah, he, you know? but he
3: needs help. Yeah,
1: but he was the face of football. Correct. Now, when when he left. How, when you look he at he can't do it on his own because he's the quarterback. But look at look at the endorsements he's still getting on TV, and you look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's getting endorsements, but he's not
3: getting nowhere near the endorsements Peyton Manning's getting, and Peyton Manning hasn't thrown a football in three years. Well, we also don't know if Tom what Tom Brady has possibly turned down, that all got coming that came his way because maybe he doesn't want to do it. Remember, he he lives a different lifestyle. Than Peyton Manning. I think Tom Brady, you know Tom Brady As Tom Brady's getting older, he might want to, you know, slowly become more of the family man that maybe Peyton Manning maybe wants to still bring in more. I don't know. It's all hypothetical and you can't go there. Well, that's why I'm not gonna argue that point. My argument my argument here is when you look at We don't like you said, LeBron James turned down a bunch and t- we don't know what Yeah, but Pete LeBron turned James turned down a bunch
1: because he was trying to help his friends no, no, out. I
3: know that. I'm just saying, you know I mean what uh, is Tom what Brady is, really What is Tom Brady trying to do? It? He doesn't really need it if you really think about it, Tom Brady's really not about the money.
1: He's really about no, winning. he took a pay cut because his wife but who his wife is. But right now, if you're taking endorsements and you're you're making the money on endorsements, that's that's extra money where you're not getting you're not you're getting taxed all that money that you're making. Let's say you're making twelve million a year. Tom Brady's making you're taxed thirteen million. no matter what? No, I, I understand that. Oh, okay. so when you're getting these endorsements, that adds on to the tax where you're getting you're making all your money back. You're making all your money back. So the fact that Tom Brady's not getting the endorsements, I beg to differ. I if Tom Brady's getting an offer of endorsement, he's gonna do the endorsement. I absolutely believe it. I just don't think I think the NFL right now, it's not a player it's not a player driven league. It's not a no. superstar driven league with with that. I, I think in hockey, it is a
4: superstar-driven league. It absolutely is. Well, hockey's trying to brand a lot of young players to try to grow the game. Every so league I think is they have their driven I don't to... think so.
1: I don't think so. Yes, they have their stars. Oh, okay. But That's Football will always be a, a
4: balance and concept game first no, before it is usually a star game. The stars
3: game. in football are your quarterbacks. Right, but again,
4: besides the quarterbacks, though, it's tough to really— your,
3: your defenseman could be a star player, which— On some teams, they
4: have been the stuff. But because there's so many different concepts, player types, et cetera, besides really the quarterback, there's not really you can say one – Player can carry a whole unit for the most part. Joe Thomas was a great left tackle. Did he carry the Browns' offense? No, because their skill players were horrible. On same thing on on a defense. That's like, why it's different. You can't win with just one pass rusher, one corner, anything like that. That's why you can't say it like that. Basketball, like well, no, the one position, a team. one position, one position can really you could
3: win individually. You, that's you can I
4: mean. ma- yes, one player can make everyone else that much better just by touching the ball and making the passes like LeBron well, does quarterbacks can but it's again it's a lot harder correct it's a lot harder for that to happen just because of all the all the concepts and like again besides tom brady there haven't been a lot of quarterbacks that have been able to win with the iffy receivers that he's had all these other guys that they that they've had like these seventh round pick types the patriots don't have a lot of first round picks invested in the receivers like a lot of the other teams did so but it's hard for them where in comparison to basketball lebron was playing with mike miller and I don't know, Shane Battier on the court at once. Like, think about that when he was in Miami. So I think it's just a lot easier with one person controlling the ball no matter the position. The only sport I could say it's not a pl- player predominantly championship,
1: you, where you have the best players you're going to win a championship is baseball. Because you could have the best team. You're not, it doesn't mean you're going to win a championship. a matter of fact, how many times have you seen a team win back-to-back years in baseball? How many times? The last team to do it was the Yankees. That was the last team to do it. And that was in the '90s. How long ago was that? That's over twenty-some years ago. So baseball is completely different. Different. Matt, right now, Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Who's he play for? The Angels. Where are they ranked right now? Well, uh, the like eighth. Games
4: below five hundred.
1: They're they have the eighth team right now in the American League, and they have the best player by far—the best player in the league. Right. So, I, I, looking at the NBA and looking at the NHL, you can compare them, because go look. Go look at both leagues. Leagues and everybody keeps saying, "Well, there's only five guys on a the team. There's only five guys on the court. Well, there's five guys on the ice. Yes, there's transition of those guys because the line changes because you're on the ice and you're 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 skating on ice and it takes a lot more oxygen out of you. There's also not there's no timeouts in hockey. There's none. It's one. You get one timeout the whole game." Which That's why is, I'm
4: saying you need depth and balance to do that, though, but You really you can't don't. O- you can't you over- really don't, Speedy. Right, right, uh, St.
1: Louis, how many lines did they play in the Stanley Cup Finals? Predominantly, how many lines did they play? They played two or three. Two lines. Two lines, Speedy. Two, and the third line was coming out. Maybe, I think their
4: third line played 10 or 12 minutes in the game. That's it. Okay, but do you, if you, think, do you think if the first line was overtaxed, Playing 31, 32 minutes a game, even more than that. You think somebody like Tarasenko or O'Reilly would have played as well as they did in the Stanley Cup, though? It's a lot more of a stamina sport than something like basketball where That's a crock. That's a In croc. basketball, you usually manage <laughs> that throughout the season. You're
1: running you know an average basketball player, how many miles does he run in a game? An average basketball player in a full 48-minute game. Right, but you're not... What is it? What? That's not my question, Speedy. Stop going off subject. How many miles does they do they run if they play a whole... I couldn't whole? tell you, but... I, I could give you the answer because I know the
4: answer. Okay, so sure, I'll give you that. I understand. You're probably going to say it's a lot more than hockey, which is fine. However, they're also not moving all around with the ball as much, whereas... In really? hockey, you're trying to get open all the really? time. Really? How many times does a point guard bring it up and down the court? Well, no. If you're a point guard, I think that's different. But not everybody's a point guard. So. Same
1: thing with a hockey player. A hockey player passes the puck. He does. A hockey player takes it to the middle of the ice, and then he he he, he distribute distributes the puck into the play that they're calling. Just right. like
4: basketball. Right. But there's so much more hockey because of the how way- do you figure the court? Because the there's court more constant almost, action. The in ice in the court is almost the same size. I'm so not I don't talking hear about, that. That. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the. Constant action in hockey. Like there's not like Mike was saying I'm earlier. There's a not quick, a stoppage. 200?
1: Almost, almost the same size. Uh, there's, there almost might not the be a size.
4: stoppage for two, three minutes, four My minutes hockey, at a time. Hockey, and ice, there's so much transition and bit change bigger. in possession that you don't see in basketball as much. So players figure? are moving off the ball, off the pocket more often. There's not a lot of. That's not guys true. Guys not still in Speedy. hockey. Speedy, that's not true. a matter of fact, you
1: see a team in the neutral zone in hockey for like five, six minutes if they're controlling the game, and you can't even get it out of your zone. And in basketball, it's back and forth transition. So I don't know what you're talking about, Speedy. I, I Watching the game and watching the speed of the game, yes, hockey's faster. No question, because you're on ice and you're skating with ice. But those some of these guys are running up and down a corner. You know how, long, how quick it takes LeBron James to get to the other hoop? 3.8 seconds. Okay. 3.8
4: seconds. That No, I'm not doubting speed versus mileage versus anything like that. I'm talking about the constant motion of everybody, the whole team. There's five guys for both teams, and there's more guys without the puck moving in hockey, either to get to the other side, get in defensive position, anything like that, than there are in basketball because basketball, they stop after the baskets, they stop after the foul shots, anything like that. Hockey, they stop they less stop, often. They're dribbling the ball, right? Well, no, I'm not talking about the entire Are you possession. Kidding? What happened? I don't even Travis
3: know. Travis Dean Nothing hit two home runs today. Well, I believe it.
1: He's, he's hit, he had another home run against the Yankees he in the last series. Opening
3: game, first inning. And now this one.
1: No, I'm just talking about the last series.
3: I would check him. He's probably on PEDs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe he's <laughs> learning how to hit. Yeah, okay. Uh, his, last yeah, well, I, I his last name is D. Nothing.
3: I hope he didn't hurt himself. His <laughs> last name is <laughs> Dean Nothing. I hope he didn't hurt himself right
1: there. Cut on. <laughs> that was a good play, by by the way, in um, and, Qadarsian. And it was a
4: good move. Anyways, um, next question. All right, so number five is the MLB trade deadline. You wanted to talk about the what the Yankees and Mets approach should be at the J- July 31st trade deadline. Obviously, now there is no waiver trade deadline in August, so Thank everything God. must be done by July Let's 31st. Let's see if the first
3: year, it's exciting.
4: And you were saying earlier that you don't think the Yankees need starting pitching help.
1: I don't. And, and, and I'm going to tell you this. They have a kid named Garcia, which they've been talking highly pra- praised right now. They're sending the Mets are going down. There is a bunch of scouts right now in the Yankees Triple A team right now watching this guy pitch. This guy dominated in the. Uh, Looks the, like Darno
3: owns Paxson.
1: Seems <laughs> like it, um, but right now when you look at the Yankees and what the Yankees have right now, they, they Savarino might not be back. If he does come back, it won't be until Hashtag mid-August.
3: White comment. <laughs>
1: Mid August, so knowing that you have James Paxton, you have Tanaka that you could trust, and you Tanaka have, is the
3: only one that I trust right now in the right playoffs.
1: now, right now you do because
3: he's the only one that's been proven to get it done in the playoffs.
1: The and Herman, I think, has been their second best pitcher. But
3: here's a, playoffs are a different mentality. I, I understand, but right, how but,
4: do we know Herman right, can't do it? Right, but no experience doesn't mean it's negative experience. Right,
1: Herman could just burst out out of nowhere. Right? Adam, he's been bursting out all season long. He's got great stuff, but that's not my point. I think that when you look at the Yankees, what have the Yankees done well this year? What have they done well? What have they done well? So, What are their two strengths
4: this year for the Offen- Yankees? Offense and depth in offense and bullpen. It was bullpen. And their depth in offense, surviving those injuries and having guys overperform. Defense. It's been defense besides Clint Frazier.
1: Besides Clint Frazier. Let's take him out of the mix. Where, where were the Yankees ranked defensively last year? I think the infield was
4: 18th, and the outfield I think was like 12th or something like that.
1: Okay, so they're not even not even close. Where is their infield ranked this year?
4: I think third.
1: Okay, and where is their 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 defense in the outfield ranked?
4: I think third as well.
1: Okay, so there's your difference. There's your difference right now. What wins championship? Why did Kansas City win and beat the The Mets? Historically
4: good defense, good defense and clutch
1: hitting, and good bullpen and clutch hitting. It was bullpen and defense. That's why they won. And, and and what have the Yankees done so good this year? Clutch hitting, DJ LeMayu right now leads the league. You have uh, Gio Oshella right now is batting three fifty five in men in scoring position. You have all these guys, Glaber Torres and men in scoring position, batting over four hundred. You have all these guys batting over four hundred with men in scoring position. What have been the Yankees' problem in the last seven, eight, nine years since Joe Torres left? Situational hitting and too many strikeouts. Can't get timely hitting. Now they're getting it. They have DJ LeMayu. They got this guy. They got that guy. Timely hitting, even though they're, they're amongst the league in, in home runs as well. They don't have as much as they yeah, were fourth, fourth in home runs. Yeah, but they last year they had number one, and they broke the record. Right. And they thought that Aaron Judge came out and said they're going to break the record even, even worse this year, but because of the injuries, it didn't happen that way. The Yankees do not need starting pitching. A matter of fact, the Yankees starting pitching right now in the league is in the top 10. They've been in the top 10 the last four seasons. Now everybody says... Well, you need an ace to win. You need an ace to win. Okay, let's go back. Let's look, and I'm not talking about Bumgarner. Okay, let's let's take Bumgarner out of the mix. Besides, besides last year with um, with Sale, and Sale did not pitch very very well in in. in so we'll take that out. You know, the, the Red Sox did not need an ace to win a championship last year. They didn't. They had timely hitting, good defense. And they and their
4: bullpen that overperformed,
1: overperformed in the playoffs, absolutely over. And a lot of their players overperformed offensively too. You look at the you, you look at the teams like uh Houston. Houston had Verlander, and Verlander dominated, no question. Verlander was the last. Time. Go look at the other teams that have won uh, won uh, uh, World Series. They they didn't they didn't win because of ace pitching. They won because of bullpen, defense, timely hitting. So, if you ask me, my argument right now: Do the Yankees need an ace? I listen to Mike Francesa. I listen to Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, all these stupid guys. And I I, and I have a lot of respect for Mike Francesa. I really do. I have an ongoing respect because I think he knows what he's talking about in certain sports. I really do believe that, even though a lot of people don't think he does. I do. I think he knows what he's talking about, but he's wrong. I don't think the Knicks. the, The Knicks. I don't think the Yankees. Need starting pitching right now to win a championship. I think they could use it. I don't think they need it. I think right now, when you look at the Yankees, they had another big arm to that bullpen. I'm talking about maybe a guy in their farm system, like a Garcia. Move him in the bullpen as a as a six inning guy, seven inning guy, or maybe you, you move him in as a seven. You know, and Patanzas comes back. Maybe maybe the Yankees think Patanzas is coming back. Maybe you don't need to add another arm. I think. I think with the Yankees, the Yankees should stay put on what they're doing. I do not trade away any of their young talent right now. I do not trade away Floreal, who is probably a future center fielder. I do not trade Clint Frazier, which Hal Steinbrenner already came out and says he loves him, and he believes he's the future left fielder for the Yankees, and he's not trading him.
3: Then you have a glutton outfielder that don't make sense. So
1: what is it? Well, it does. Ellsbury's going to be gone.
3: You have Judge that you're going to eventually lock up. You have Hicks for seven more years, H- and you have sticks. Hicks is a great contract that you can move.
1: It is a great contract. Eight eight years, $80 million, $10 million for a guy right now in the last two years.
3: 70. Uh, what? I thought it was seven for 70. What? No, I
1: think it's
4: seven for 70. No, yeah. oh, I think right. it's I
1: think yeah. it's eight for 80. Seven for 70. I think it's eight for 80. I think it's eight for 80.
4: No, seven for 70.
1: <laughs> seven for 70. I was wrong. But seven for seventy. It's ten million dollars a year. It's an affordable contract for any organization and any team. And to me, even even this year who coming back from his injury, he's still amongst the top the top center fielders in the league in practically every single category. Every single category. Defense, offense, throwing people out at the outfield, even home runs. He has what? Six, seven home runs? Right now, when he missed half the season or a quarter of the season because of his... uh, Yep, eight
4: home runs, runs, 28 RBIs.
1: Okay. So if he played the whole season, he's probably going to hit 25 and close to 90. So Aaron Hicks... And by the way, Aaron Hicks is only 28 years old. So Aaron Hicks right now, you have him on a good contract, a very affordable contract, a cheap contract. You can absolutely move him next year if Floriel's ready or the year after if Floriel's ready. And you can get... A good prospect back for Aaron Hicks at 30 years old. A good prospect. For me, I'm doing that. I'm not trading away any of my young talents. Not the top, not my top 10 top, unless I'm getting a, a top-end player that I know I'm going to get under contract. I don't want to hear this bum gunner. You bring him in, he agrees to go to the Yankees, and he's not going to sign a contract, and then he leaves after that because they're trying to win a championship. You can win without bum gunner. You can win without Madison Bumgarner. I absolutely believe the Yankees could win without Madison Bumgarner. I mean, you would have to hope
4: that— they, I don't
1: have to hope. I know. No, I mean, they in can terms win. of the
4: two unknowns, in Paxson and Herman, who have never pitched in the postseason before, you would have to hope that they could take over that role and at least pitch well. Because we know Tanaka could pitch well. Everyone else is kind of streaky at this point, and then those two are the right now the unknowns. So it'll definitely be interesting to Besides
1: see. Besides Verlander, when they won the championship, who was a good pitcher for the—, the um, for the
4: Astros. That season, Keuchel was. No, Cole Ke- wasn't on that team. Keuchel did not pitch well in that playoffs. He was up and down in the playoffs. He did not pitch well the, in the, the playoffs. Best pitcher, the he be- was on his
1: way out. They right. would say he was the, taking his way down. That's
4: fair. I'm just saying he had a great season and was thought of as a top pitcher for the most part. But did he pitch well? He was very up and down. I'll give you that. He didn't pitch well. The best that's The best pitchers saying. after that were McCullers, Morton, Why and Peacock. Why did Houston win, Speedy? Because of starting pitching depth in the, uh, that overperformed McCullers, Morton, Peacock. Those three their and bullpen Berlander.
1: and their defense. Their bullpen
4: uh, was awful. Those so they had to put awful th- really. They dominated the Yankees. No, no, they had to put the starters in in the bullpen. McCullers, Morton, Peacock, which was their bullpen. It still both. Ken Giles out. was horrible. Devensky was horrible. Those the, guys are normally. It still, the still was bullpen. in their bullpen. It still was. That's their fair. Bullpen. No, no, that's fair. I'm just saying starters out of the bullpen is what won them. Still, that. it was
1: their bullpen. It was okay, a bullpen fine. that got uh, the win. Right, but I. It doesn't matter if they're starters because the Yankees are going to have J A Hat probably in the bullpen this uh, this off season. Usually, what
3: it is, and and CC Sabathia will probably be in the bullpen. The the fourth pitcher is pretty much only used first and second round. When you get to the third, or you know, some teams don't even use them. They use one, two, and three. It all all depends.
1: They use three pitchers, and I'll tell you this right now: I could see the Yankees using three pitchers in the playoffs this year because they have a predominantly strong uh, uh, bullpen that can dominate. And if you get Batanzas back and Savarino back, I wouldn't even start Savarino in any of the games. I'd bring him out of the bullpen. I'd bring him out of the bullpen. Let
3: well, him throw. I heard if he comes back this year, he's not starting, period. Good. He's going right into the bullpen.
1: Good. That's good for the Yankees. That benefits because the Yankees. They need
3: to build up his arm strength and stuff like that. Be-
1: benefits the Yankees, throws 98. So you, you put him in the bullpen, he only has to pitch one inning, he's going to throw 100. That makes the Yankees that much better.
3: And then I'll forget what time to come in and yeah. get lit up. Yeah, well. And you have is coming back, too. So, I, I. to me, I don't
1: make any move. I don't throw away. I do not make a, a predominant Here, crazy here's move. Here's the
3: one thing that one of my friends always tells me. What is that? No matter how high people talk about prospects, you don't know how they're going to turn out. I'm in the not talking league. about Garcia. I'm just talking about just in general. Just in general. To get a proven commodity, mm-hmm. you don't know what a prospect can truly be in, in the major leagues. That's and, fine. That's, and that's a fact because... Anybody could be really good, and every and, you know have the hype, and then come up and be not as good. You know, I mean compared, that's in any sport. Right, that's compared in any sport. to a proven commodity. So it's like you got to ask yourself. You know, there's been times where people have said, Yankee fans have said, if they would have done this, they probably would have won the World Series this year instead of hoarding their prospects, hyping them up. Some of them hand out, some of them not. Whatever the case, they're be not being. hoarding
1: their prospects. They're keeping. They're predominantly keeping their top twenty prospects, and they're trading off and letting go of prospects. They traded a top prospect last year to Baltimore, if you remember
4: a pitcher, Dylan Tate. Yeah.
1: Yes. So they they had they have given away prospects, top prospects. Who do we have on the phone?
4: Jeff has returned.
1: What's up, Jeff? <laughs>
0: Buddy, you guys need starting pitching worse than anything else. If you guys had had starting pitching last year, you might have beaten the Red Sox. But instead, you rolled out Severino, that bum, who lasted three innings. You rolled out Jay Happ, who lasted three innings, and he got shelled, right? Like... Brock Holt still might still be running around the bases at Yankee Stadium, right? You guys, you guys, been starting pitching worse than anything else. If you guys had starting pitching, you might have done better last year.
1: And and, and again, That's I'm gonna, gonna go and I'm pitching. I'm gonna go back at what you're saying about your Red Sox. David Price was the Red Sox best starting pitcher last year in the playoffs, right?
0: Right. Uh, right? he was pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was
1: because he he's your lover. You love him so much. So he was your best pitcher, right? He was the best pitcher in the playoffs. And don't don't tell me any of the other pitchers. Posada pitched well against the Yankees. The other teams Chris that he played. pretty
0: good. Evaldi was. Chris no, go Chris ahead. Sales you, Chris playing. Sales Evaldi
1: did good. Evaldi, but Evaldi came out of the bullpen. but came out of the bullpen. So because Kimbrough was blowing. Why it. did and why did they? And, and to Evaldi me, came out
0: of the bullpen. Gee, I remember him starting against the Yankees. Well, he started,
1: but I'm saying yeah, he started against the Yankees. Started against the Yankees, right, yes. I was
3: saying in the World Series because Kimbrough was a little shaky, which is, you know, fine. I mean, you make those but decisions. Plus, there was that one that, game that went 18 right, innings, too. Yeah, so. you, you make those decisions as you, you know, go further in.
1: My argument here, Jeff, is I don't think the Yankees need starting pitching to win when you have a dominant bullpen. If you're moving Saverino to the bullpen and Batances is coming back and you're moving him to the bullpen, and maybe you add another relief pitcher into the mix, you don't need – a, a top end starter. You have Tanaka. Tanaka, he's your guy. He's your show, he's your shutdown guy. You need a shutdown guy. A guy that you can depend on the big game. If you need a win, you can go to him. That's Tanaka. You got a player. You got a pitcher to do that. The other guys I mean,
0: the Yankees have a good enough bullpen. The Yankees' bullpen is terrific. I, that's what I'm saying. You don't that, need a starting fact, pitcher. Wait right, wait, right, wait no, 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 no. But, they, but you don't need to add a reliever to that pen. You need starting pitching, right? Go back to last year. Why? Wow, you pitched so three, four can, innings. Severino can only go two innings. All of a sudden, the bullpen has to pitch eight innings. Of that,
3: you know, seven innings of that game.
1: You and also don't want to wear out your bullpen. I believe, be well. I believe, down and I believe, and we don't know this for sure, but I believe Saverino was hurt going into the playoffs. I really believe oh, that. of course he probably was. I, I believe it. I believe it because even, even he was throwing, he, he, they said he was throwing in, uh, Not in the wild card in in the the, uh, against the Red Sox. He was throwing. He wasn't throwing higher than ninety six it he, 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 he looked like his fastball was off. He wasn't throwing hard in that against the Red Sox. Not the way he was throwing. He was throwing 99, and he actually hit the 101 last year in one of, in one of the games. He wasn't throwing that hard. It, uh, obviously he was worn out in the end of the at the end of the season. You bring Saverino in the bullpen right now and he only has to throw one inning? You don't know how it's going to turn uh, out We though. don't, but I would bet on that more than anything. Why would I bet on a pitcher like Bumgarner right now? Yes, he's got a, a great pass in the in, in the playoffs. Because when was the last time he was in the playoffs? That doesn't go right. right away. I'm not I'm not giving away top- end prospects for a guy that I'm gonna rent I'm sorry I'm not doing that I'm not that's doing what it. all teams do I'll now. take I'll take I'll take Marcus because I don't have to give up as much and I'll you're tell you're still you this- gonna give up as much
3: no you're not 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 as much as high end or maybe as' in, in the amount you're still gonna give up something you're gonna give up something but you're not gonna give up as much but you're still giving up something significant yeah, you're gonna give up a good because player one, in a, in a he's second he's controlled prospect. and
1: two you're in the same division you'll give up you'll, you'll have to give up a Clint Frazier and maybe a second-tier prospect that's it
3: Baumgartner, you're going to have to give up a lot more than that. Yes, because Baumgartner is a more proven commodity. I'm not doing
1: that. I'm not doing and that. And guess what?
3: You might not have the chance to win. No, that's
1: I. I, I beg to differ because I will. I, I'm. I'm going to bet. I, I'll say this. I don't if think the Yankees, Yankees trade gonna, for
3: Strowman. I don't think he's going to do good here in New York. I do. Oh, I don't think
1: so. I do. The only team he doesn't pitch well against is it the just, Yankees.
4: But again, it's just a matter of the playoffs. The only. Too, which uh, the only American, are you going to get because he's another streaky playoff uh, pitcher. He's the only. Very. The only. Marcus Stroman? Marcus Stroman, in the two years that he's been in, he's been very up and down. How many times did he pitch? I know mean, five games, and he games. had two, two good starts and three bad ones. If I remember correctly, he's, he's two and two in the playoffs. That's not a bad record. So no, that's no. What's his down. ERA? That is up and that's down. I'll key. look it up, but it's probably like from what five. I remember he it's had five.
1: He had like I think he had one great start. And you're, 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 you also have to look at that. Mike, it's only four. It's only five games. You have to have a. You have well, to sure, have a, I'm not saying it's a bad. I mean, thing. David just, Price. David Price was three and one, and he had right. I'm not. Again, I'm not saying Price
3: is horrible in the playoffs. He had one right. great year last year. But they won.
1: Again. I, uh, David Price. So, how, who's to say? Who's to say the guy? Everybody the, knows
3: David Price is a lousy playoff pitcher. Oh well, Okay, and
1: yeah, we don't know. Not we, last year he wasn't. We don't know. I just said. We don't know. We don't know what James Paxton could be in the playoffs. Right. We've never seen him do
4: that. Right.
3: Yeah, he's a four four point
4: four ERA in the playoffs. He had two pretty good starts, one against the, the Rangers and one against the Orioles. He pitched in the uh, that wild card game and then he had two bad starts against the Indians. He's two and two. Royals. So he's, he's two and two with a four point four ERA, one point one seven win. How many innings out of the, out of his starts? He pitched in terms of So, uh, so five games he pitches thirty point thirty and two thirds innings Pitched that's Thirty innings
3: in what? Five games?
4: In five four, games, four, yes. So in that's four. almost
3: six six innings a game. That's pretty good. That's that's, what, that's, that's okay. an aver- that's an average pitcher in the playoffs.
1: Six six innings. Six, six innings at four and a half runs? Six to six and a half innings, yeah. Four runs in a playoff. In game. In the playoffs, you—that's why you build on your bullpen, Mike. What are—what what are you not comprehending here? When the Yankees were— four when the Yankees were winning championships in the nineties, their pitchers wouldn't go past six innings. They had it was. We're not talking seventh, about the Yankees. We're eighth, talking about Strowman. Game over. You, you
3: go off topic. But I'm not Stroman. going off topic. If, if
1: Strowman gives up four six runs in, in the playoffs, innings, Mike, six innings—that's all you need. That's all the Yankees need. They're going to need Tanaka for six innings. They got the bullpen.
0: They got the bullpen to get through it. Errol's right, man. Errol's right. I know six, they have six, the
3: bullpen, and I'm saying, you know, usually in the playoffs, you know, you, you're automatically discounting that the other pitcher is not going to have a good game either. That's
1: not what I'm discounting. I'm just looking at the numbers. Numbers show that all you need in the playoffs is six innings. That's it. Once you pitch the same innings, seventh, but eighth, ninth, like now, gone. I'm
0: confident that he go six innings.
1: The, I, I do, listen, again. Is he Bumgarner in the playoffs? No. When was the last time Bumgarner played in the playoffs? Three, four years ago. Am I going to trust this Bumgarner from what he did in in four, three, four years ago? I don't know if I'm giving Marcus up that Stroman kind of last play-
4: pitch in the playoffs the same year Bumgarner did. Okay, but that,
1: that's not my argument here. You're not going to have to give up as much for Bumgarner, and he's a rental. Marcus Stroman is not, and that's again the answer and the argument that I'm going to have. You could bring Bum Bumgarner in next year as a free agent. You bring a Marcus He's not coming in New
3: York. I think I think you right, so, to Texas.
1: All right, so let him go down to no, San. Prob- yeah. Let him go home Rangers, to Texas. Yeah. Why yeah. would you?
3: Why would you make that move? I think the Yankees could he win. Either, I think either two I think things: they can win I without going to pitching. San Diego and stays in the same coast, same division, same league, or goes to one of the Texas teams to.
1: I I think that right now when, I don't think he moves when, anywhere close to the East Coast that's not even my argument here I think I think that right now when you look at the Yankees I think the Yankees should stay put maybe add another arm here and there uh, not a starting, not a start not a top end starting pitcher if you're gonna have to give up a much give up much you have you got this kid Garcia he looks really really good I'm hearing that the Brian Cashman was on a serious radio show this weekend and he said that he he absolutely believed Gar- Garcia will be up With the big league team this year, so saying that he moved from Double A in the beginning of the season, he went from Single A to Double A, and now he's he's all the way in Triple A. He's dominating. He was the he was the top rookie pitcher in the farm system. So what
0: happened to the kid they brought up last year? Name Austin, something or Chance
1: Adams? Chance Adams. It was Chance Adams. I think Adams. he's in the bullpen now. Isn't he's he? in the bullpen right yeah. now. Yeah, he's not. He, I don't He's a top prospect who came up. No, I think
3: he got lit up. Yeah,
1: but he only had two pitches. He was trying to get that third, the changeup, right. and the changeup didn't work out for him. So he's a, he's, he's so a, it was like roster. Patances. He's just like Patances. No, Abreu is the guy that everybody talks about. Us. Acevedo is another well, guy. He even came up. No, one. no, but that's the guys that they believe right. are their top pitcher prospects. Right. And if i said, this guy, Garcia moved all the way up, he was the Yankees' like ninth or 10th prospect, he moved up to all the way there to number one because Floriel served. He's their number one prospect right now in the farm system.
0: And every and, okay. and, and, the Yankees could use is a guy like Patrick Corbin. Man, if the Yankees could ever get eight. a player like that, that'd you're be pretty eight. good.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for calling.
3: Wait, <laughs> Jeff, did you know Corbin – He's going to go to the Yankees because his brother said that at the wedding?
0: Thank you, Jeff. Goodbye. Uh, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I heard he was guaranteed to go there, Mikey. Goodbye, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. I had, I had heard that Goodbye.
3: Thank you for calling. <laughs> Idiots.
1: You guys are just asses. You really are.
3: I need the beef to call. Where the, is that idiot? He's probably going
1: to call now. He's probably because he idiot. Could, if you're listening, call up. Well, it's funny because he tried to call me before, uh, <laughs> right, a little while ago. So I'm sure he's complaining right now uh, that he can't get on. That might be the first time you're encouraging him to call. Well,
4: because <laughs> you know, with,
1: with the beef, you just never know. You, you just no. I mean
4: I mean, I mean, I mean, Mikey. He never encourages him to call.
3: <laughs> I can just imagine what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's funny because I haven't heard from the beef today. Shocking. Why is it shocking? I don't know. But I I, I bet you he's complaining right now because he knows the show's going on. Maybe he doesn't think the show's going on. I don't know what the beef's doing. The beef's in his own little world. And as far as the Mets are concerned. The, uh, buyers are sellers. The Mets should be sellers in they a are, heartbeat. They are. They are. They should be. They, they, just they are. They are. You, they are. They are. They are. They're, they're going to trade Wheeler. Out. They're going to trade Wheeler. Yes. Because I'm hearing that they might not. Well, here, see, here's the thing. See, they're they're going to they, trade Noah Syndergaard, even though right now no, they,
3: that's going to be an off season move.
1: They, right now, if they're going to trade with the Yankees, they, the Yankees are going to want Noah Syndergaard, not Wheeler. They want Noah Syndergaard. So, and and, and even though I think Wheeler is the better pitcher, I do believe that. They're going to take the guy, the power arm. That's what they want. They want the power arm. The, the, here's power the beef. Arms. I know. Yep. I, <laughs> right I told right on What's up, Beef? 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 Hello? There you are. What are you doing? Driving?
2: Hey. No, I'm walking.
1: Walking from what?
2: I'm walking from the hospital to my car.
3: How is your grandmother?
2: She is still in surgery.
3: What happened, Mo? Everything okay? Um, yeah,
2: she's getting. She has. She has to get open. She's getting open a uh, heart surgery uh, oh. quadruple bypass.
3: Oh my god! Wow. So sorry. So,
2: it's, yeah, it's a little long day. She's still in there. What I hospital, if you don't mind in. me asking? Uh, Saint Francis.
3: Oh, okay. So she's in good hands. Okay, good.
2: Yeah. So she was supposed to go in around twelve, and she winds up going in until three thirty. Damn. So she's in the surgery. It takes about six eight hours. Well, I'll come so. and visit
1: her. I'll come and visit her this week. So. I, I love his grandmother, sweetest woman. Yeah, so
2: hopefully, hopefully she'll she'll be uh, fine.
1: She'll be fine. She'll be hopefully
2: she'll be out of there in a week. So
1: she'll be fine. She'll be she'll feel like a million dollars after this. Uh, everybody that I've heard about these these quadruple and, and triple bypass surgeries, they tell me they're they're a new man, new woman. They they always say that they they feel completely different. <laughs> I know an old guy that actually started playing tennis after he had a quadruple really? bypass wow. surgery. Yep, he stopped smoking. Yeah, he stopped smoking because uh, yeah, he was yeah, a heavy yeah, smoker.
2: I think, recovery, I think the recovery time is like six to eight weeks. Yep. So, again, she's 81 years old, so hopefully yeah. it might take a little longer than six weeks, but we'll see.
1: So what would you like to talk about before we go?
2: Well, I mean, I'm wondering right now. I mean, I just saw a headline that uh, Diego Elliott is going to hold out the training camp. Mm-hmm. So now I'm wondering if the Cowboys are better off just training him.
1: I do believe that they the Cowboys right now they have a they have a couple of prospects running back prospects. Now I don't know if they're they're anywhere close to what Zeke is because Zeke is a superstar yeah. running back, a top 5 running back in the league. Both were 7th round picks though. Yeah, the, that those doesn't two guys. that doesn't matter. It, it, that doesn't just like I look at Pittsburgh right now. My uh somebody told me about um what's his name again? There James Conner. James Conner, if he has a bad season, they don't know because now that Le'Veon Bell's gone, James Conner could have a second Second sophomore season, uh, where right. he he, he was seems like a bus. In the Second
4: half of the season, they yeah.
1: drafted two running backs, and they've know how to find running backs. One guy from Nebraska, who is like uh, a beast, they they say. So yeah,
2: he's supposed to be very good. Yeah, so time, so
1: they don't really they, they. It's all about the draft, and I think right now with Zeke holding out, and I told you this. They're either gonna they're not gonna be able to sign both these guys. Well,
2: you're gonna been that, so now I'm wondering if you. I mean his trade value is got to be very high. Right? High. So well of course, yeah. Maybe you should trade him and you know fill other with and How old is Zeke right now? You-
4: I want to say 24. Zeke is 24 years
1: old and a running back shelf life is till they're 29-30. So you have yeah. Zeke in the prime 23, of 23, yeah. Oh, he's 23? Yeah, 23. 23, yeah. So you could get you could get yourself a top first round draft pick and possibly well, a is, Possibly a fourth 20, form.
2: He You're not going to get old.
1: You're not going to get a one and a two for him. No.
2: Yeah, but he has two years left on his contract. So the smart player to me is to sign Dak and to sign Cooper.
1: I would, I, yeah. I would do everything I can to sign Zeke. I mean, Cooper's a good wide receiver. He's not a great wide receiver. And even... Yeah, he's, only,
2: what, he's only 24 years old, right? Right.
1: So yeah. is Zeke. Zeke. Yeah, they're both yeah, very young and talented Zeke. players. So. Here's a question. Here's a question. Who's better at their position? Zeke or Cooper. I, I sign Zeke that's, that's who I bring in. I mean, he's the guy who predominantly run your offense through Zeke Elliott. You've been, you've been a good team with Zeke Elliott and you're a defense. What, what wins championships? Great running games and great and defense. defense and defense. Yeah. you, you, you sign Zeke and you, you even though you gave up a first round draft pick for Cooper, you have control of him this year, you franchise him next year and then you let him go.
2: Yeah that's they, what I would all do. Out. What? I't hold out for that year, no?
1: I don't think
4: Cooper is as good as people think he is. Well, plus I don't know if he can hold he's not. out. He's overrated. Uh, plus I don't, I don't know if he could hold out either. I do he's. he's on, oh, he's so overrated. He's on the he last year. The,
3: he's overrated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was they can him the year he after. He was literally right. a first-round right. bust for the Raiders. So, that's, but it is he just fits the system better in Dallas. He's a
4: he's so overrated. Yeah,
2: but, he but he's a, he's a very good route runner though. That's all he, he is. is. He's a slot, yes. right. he's a slot receiver.
4: Mm, I wouldn't go that far. I, he can he can run outside routes too. He's, he's like, just he's like,
0: like a, he's like a West Walker type of. Receiver, he, he's you know? right he's now. Like he's little... played
4: for two systems that don't emphasize a lot of deep passing. The Raiders did his first couple years, and that's why he was very good there. But after that, they they really haven't had a lot. Plus, again, they had a lot of with Derek Carr's injury issues. Obviously, Dak, who's not a great deep thrower, they haven't had a lot of deep stuff for him. He's a better shorter and medium route guy
2: that's not his he strength though he might,
4: he, the, he might have he might have like a good completion percentage deep yeah, but, when, but he's but not that's not his game though well sure but I'm just saying that's not his game though so they're not going to yeah, emphasize him as much on the deep routes
2: NFL to win games anymore. You don't have to do that's that. That's fine.
4: I'm just saying that's not his strength and that's probably why but Cooper's deep route running has kind of been tainted because of that. What, what, I still think he has the is, skills for it. My
2: issue is with people, when they, when they talk about Dak Prescott, they said, oh, we can't that's from lie. He yards. you can't do this. That's you
1: can't a this. Lie. So the need to do that. He's a, that's a lie. Whoever says that is just well, they hate the Cowboys and they that, hate and that. that. Right, that, but that, that, I'm that, I'm not that, even that, saying that. it as his skill set Mike. I know Mike. who I'm, says it. I know who says it. J- that's
4: Tyler that's Tyler, Tyler Caps, they all say it. They, but regardless, regardless uh, but regardless, my point is like Jason Garrett doesn't you play do a lot of play calls deep well, and neither did the Raiders offensive coordinator when he was there. After the last two first two years that he was there, so you didn't really see it as much. Now I agree are. with Errol where this is a fifth year option because he was the fourth overall pick in the draft was Cooper, so they can always franchise tag him. And if you and if he's coming off a great season where he's on and up, they they might get more trade value for him. And 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 again, if he has, if he has a rough year, full. then you know then he's not worth the money, and then they could just move on from him. Zeke has just been so vital to that offense where. They're built on offensive linemen. They're built they don't have much receiving depth. Their offensive Cooper. line
1: stinks, and he still ran over a thousand semi yards last year. I mean, the guy still was a dominant running back. You give yeah. it to the guy, you give it to the guy that's your best player. Who's your best player? It's Zeke. Zeke is by far the Cowboys' best player. It's not even Quash. Even their defensive side of the ball. Who's the you ask anybody right now who's the best cow, who's the best player on the Cowboys? Everybody will tell you Zeke Elliott. He's the best player yeah. on the team. It's not even an argument. They have great defensive players. Great. Yeah. And those guys uh, so eventually you're,
2: so, so, so you're telling me you, you you would sign him first, right? I would yeah. sign
1: him first and then I would, I would franchise Cooper next year and then I I even if he has a good if he has a great so, season so this you, year, you I would, would sign, move him. You, so you I would, would sign, sign and trade him.
2: Elliot and, you would sign Elliot and Prescott first before L before uh,
4: it would depend on Dak's season and it also would depend on Cooper's season. Dak's so gonna Zeke a, is definitely the one to sign first. Dak's gonna
1: Dak's gonna get a contract. Dak's gonna get a contract before the season starts, I think. I believe it. I mean everything that we're hearing, the Cowboys are gonna give him what he wants. He he's already come out and said it on national TV, he's said it on in the newspapers that He's not Tom Brady. he knows he's not Tom Brady but if Tom Brady's if all these other quarterbacks if the quarterbacks that haven't even made the playoffs are making more money than he is well that's that's another thing he believes that he's done enough to make to make that big contract where he can get the big money so and I I agree I agree with him 3 years, two playoff runs. Who's the last Cowboy who's the last Cowboy to win a playoff game?
4: Well, it was Tony Romo, but that was aided by a horrible call. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's what I'm saying.
1: Tony Romo was. A, how long did it take Tony Romo to win that playoff game? I think. He, I think between the two, it was. Be, I think six yeah, years apart, Tony five Romo, years did, apart.
2: He had. He had. Bad, he had bad teams. Around Zeke, Zeke
1: Zeke right, won. I mean, uh, Zeke uh, Dak Prescott won a champion. I mean, won a champion. Made the playoffs his first year. Yes. So. He, yep. Didn't they get to the uh, the NFC title game? No, no, no They uh, lost to right. the Green Bay. That's right. They lost to the Green Bay in the, in the second round.
4: They almost came back and won that game, though. They were down twenty-one to three, I think.
1: And I think they would have won the Super Bowl that year if they made it. If they
2: had 21 on that team, they probably would have won the Super Bowl that year.
1: But my point mm, my point, my point is that. my point is is that if Zeke's going to hold out, you give Zeke the contract. You do not wait. You do not wait for Cooper. And, and, and I'm sorry. As much as Cooper's a good player, I would have never given up a first-round draft pick for him. I would have never.
2: Well, he put up he put up good numbers for them last year, so I mean.
1: Look at the Cowboys. Right, but you have to see how he progresses over a Look full at season. Look at the Cowboys' now. draft; they could have had if they had that number one pick. Look at the wide receivers that were available where they were picking.
3: Not only that, you can, you could sign a wide receiver as a free agent.
1: Look at the wide receivers that are available in this draft. In the in the first round, that they could have landed whoever they wanted. Besides Brown, they could have gotten anybody they wanted, anybody. Yep. But they decided to go with Cooper. Is Cooper it, it now? Is Cooper better than any of the wide receivers? We don't know. But I'll tell you this right now: there there, there was more depth in this year's draft for wide receivers right. than we've seen in a very and long time. And they could time. have
4: even taken one with their second or third round pick too. That's how deep this class was. So.
1: I think the Cowboys should have stayed put, and I think they should have drafted a wide receiver in the first round and not give up. Because then you had control of him for five years instead of paying Cooper the money that he's going to want. He, Cooper's going to want eighty to $90 million. That's what he's going to want at 24, 25 years old. He's going to say, I'm the number one guy here. I'm the number one wide receiver, and you don't have another wide receiver. Right. So that's the whole point here. And that's, I tra- yeah, well,
2: that's the whole point Yeah, If they don't sign if they do yeah, they don't sign them, then they And I'm going to say bad. this
1: again. I'm going to say this again to you. I don't think they're going to have the money to sign Cooper, Zeke, and Prescott right. together. Oh,
2: at that's the same why – things I still think somehow they're gonna figure a way out. Good call. luck on it's that. It's gonna be
4: very hard though. Good luck on that. Because again, what you're gonna have to do is either backload all those contracts, that, which kind of I'm sorry, young players now so don't like. Might, or
2: they, they might they might do it. I don't know. They're not doing or somebody's it, Mike. gonna have to take a pay Mike, cut. Mike, I've been which telling be you hard. this
1: for a long, long time. It I was a have it I... was a mistake <laughs> for them to give up a first round draft pick for uh for for him. Look 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 at the look at the Look at the Oakland Raiders. Look what they gave up for Brown. What did they give up for Brown? What was that? Third second, and five. Yeah, third and, third and a 5 You're talking about arguably the best wide receiver in football. In football. In the last five years, he's been the best wide receiver in football. And the Raiders only gave got a three and a five.
3: Well, for two reasons. Uh, not the Raiders. H um, The P- Pittsburgh Panthers. H, his attitude. I bet you if he had a better attitude and didn't really complain, they probably got a first or a second. Oh,
1: I, I don't care. I'm taking Antonio Brown in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. A, no, no. I, I, yeah. I, I give him a heartbeat. I, for over Amari Cooper? Give me a break. I'd, yeah, I, no, I, no, I'd oh, laugh. Shit. I'd laugh if anybody picked Amari. I wouldn't pick Amari Cooper in a top 15 wide receivers in the league. I wouldn't even pick him in the top 15. You're going to pay him top 15 money? I'm not.
4: Yeah, he needs to prove it. In order I'm not. To get that. I'm not doing it. Because right now he's only had the two seasons and he's had two down ones. I'm in a not row. doing it. And if he doesn't have another good one this year and doesn't progress in that system, whether it's his fault or not, the Cowboys could just let him go at that point and Marty not pay Cooper, him. Cooper, right now I I
1: Right now I would sign Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott. You let Amari Cooper. Play this year. If he has a good season, you franchise him and you trade him and get back your first round, or even get a, a mid-second round draft pick for him. Because you're not get, you might not get a first round draft pick. You're not no, getting. If he's not,
4: depends round. on his season. No. You're though, not. So. You're
1: still not going to get a first round draft pick. for Antonio Brown had one of the. Best, he had an off season. He still had 1,400 yards last year. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't care right. how old he is. He's gonna have a great I think season Antonio
4: Brown was only down in touchdowns. I don't think he was down in yards or catches either. And that's because he was hurt. Right. He missed a couple of games this year.
1: I'm I'm sorry. I, I I'll do everything I can. I sign Dak and Zeke and, and move on from Amari Cooper and try to trade him and try to redeem whatever you you lost uh, you know, from him. I,
2: I like I said, I, I know you keep saying that they, they're not gonna sign all three. Of them, they're not. I, I still- they're not gonna. They're gonna
4: have to make a lot of sacrifices on other parts of their I roster in order that. to do that. I, 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 why? Why would you do I, that? Why would you do that? You don't saying, win don't with just three that. players in the NFL. You need a, t- a Mari Cooper's good team. not even he's not even a top ten player
1: in his position. So well, no. well so why even give him the money? He's gonna want a lot of money. He's gonna he is going to want number one wide receiving money. You're gonna pay him that? Are you nuts?
2: No, I, I mean, I don't know how much is he how much is he. Gonna he's gonna
4: for? want dep- he, He's gonna want thirteen, fourteen million a year. It also depend on what season he's coming off of though too. And he's gonna want he's entering his fifth year. We know that. And this he's gonna is where want a long gonna, deal. Right, he's, he's gonna, gonna in, want a five but, to seven deal. A lot of times, the fourth of the fifth year is where you're gonna peak and see this is where your potential is. This is where your peak. Still is. won't give him that money. So if he doesn't have that kind of season, they sh- they're not gonna give him that kind of money. And again, the Cowboys are in a situation right now where because they, paid, they have a lot of money invested in the offensive line, they have a lot of money invested in the defense, and obviously they're need to pay their other young offensive players. It's going to be very hard. And if they, in order to do that, they're going to have to backload contracts, which young players nowadays normally don't like. They want front load. They want the money right away. They want the guaranteed money. And they don't and have enough money hard. to do that. And their cap room, I think last time I checked, was in the well, third cap house. I mean, cap I mean, the only way to do that is if
2: they want to. I'll, you know, I'll pay over of luxury tax. I mean, I don't know if Jerry Jones is going to want to do that. Jerry Jones is not. Paying. It's
4: not the difference, though. Jerry That's, Jones it's different. Has been it's not baseball or basketball, though. You actually have cap penalties if you do do that, and, and Jerry Jones, over to other years. And, and Jerry
1: Jones is paying the cap penalties as we speak right now. So he's been doing that for years after the Washington deal and all the other stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, he's made a lot of mistakes, Jerry Jones. And that's the problem. And by by the way, Edwin and Carcion hit a home run, a uh, solo home run. So hopefully the Yankees get back into this game. But uh so, um, right now, when when you look at the Cowboys, I I, I they made a mistake. They made a mistake giving mm-hmm. giving up a first round draft pick for him because now you see in the offseason, you know what you know what they were looking yeah, you, you know what, what the Bengals were looking Hall, for for AJ him, Green this offseason? You know what I heard Jay they were Green? looking for? They were looking for a third round draft pick and nobody was giving it and okay. nobody was giving it to him. They were looking for a third round draft pick for AJ Green and they weren't going to get it. Nobody was offering him a third round draft pick. For AJ Green, yeah. one of the uh, Hall of Famer absolutely, one of the top 5 wide receivers in the last 9 years. Is hands down one of the best wide receivers in the league still if he's healthy. And they were going to give up uh, they 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 were they only want. They, they weren't getting any more than a, thir- a fourth-round draft pick for him.
4: Well, with the, t- the leg injuries is probably why.
1: But that's what I'm saying.
4: At that so, point, look like we've argued.
2: Who's better, who, would better better rather,
1: who would you rather? Who would you rather? Amari Cooper or A.J. Green? Be honest. Be honest.
2: Uh, I would I would, when healthy. I would, AJ, uh, I would take A.J. Green. All right. Mike, okay. who would you want?
1: When healthy, A.J. Green or Amari Cooper?
3: I would take A.J. Green. My, 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 Mikey C. Yeah, no, easily.
1: A.J. AJ Green. My, how about you, Speedy? A.J. Green. I would take A.J. Green, too. So, to me, I would take a veteran A.J. Green on the cheap next offseason when he's a free agent and then bring back Amari Cooper. <laughs> That's what I would do. Because you're not going to have to pay him as much, and Amari Cooper's going to be expecting big-time money. And to me, he's not worth it. He's not. Zeke is worth it. Zeke is going to get you your 13, 1,400 yards. He's going to get you your eight or nine, ten touchdowns, and he's going to be dominant at the line of scrimmage, and he's a good blocker. You, Zeke, you pay him. You got to. He's your whole team. You there? We lost Mike. We lost Mike. Thanks, Mike, for calling the show.
4: <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't even make any sense. I mean, they made a mistake. They yeah. made a mistake. Zeke is more of a known commodity, even though he's younger. He's more of a known commodity. Or whereas Cooper, needed, you're bank, they banking a lot of. They needed a wide receiver. They
3: needed to do something because they. So they overpaid him. for him.
4: Right.
1: They overpaid for him, and I think they could have gotten him for cheaper. I think they rushed too fast on it at the time that they did it, and they thought that some other team was interested in him,
4: yeah. and it, it cost him. I'd be him again. <laughs> well, put him through. Yep. Just put him through oh because we we're, we're going to. Sorry, go Mike. That. We lost you. No, <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Yeah, I had answer a uh, phone call. My grandmother just got out of surgery, so. She okay. Yeah, everything uh, is pretty good. They're just waiting on the doctor now. To stop
1: to go to the doctor and see what happens. Mm. She'll be fine. Hoping for the best. She'll, She'll be fine. Out, so
2: I'm assuming everything
1: is all right. Yep. So. All right, Mike. We're going to go, man. Thanks what, for calling.
2: Yeah, I'll one more thing. Mike You see, I told you about Alonzo. <laughs>
0: there it is. What
3: did, what did you say? He says, I told you about Alonzo. What did you tell me about Alonzo? <laughs> oh,
0: Mike. So are you going to play
2: this? What? I said he was going to have over twenty-five home runs before the All-Star break.
3: Okay, that's good. I never said anything can I about say him.
2: That?
3: Yeah. Matter of fact, I actually wanted you to call so I can give you props for actually calling that out because you says I remember one day you asked Errol, could he be, can he his power be compared to Judge? And I hate to say it, now it can be.
2: That's what I said. He gave right. ben 21 yeah. But I'm without saying
3: without knowing anything, it's very hard to make that type of statement. But now, He's done it a,
1: one year, man. Right. He's done it one year. Let's see him do it back well, to back. That's years. what I'm
2: saying. If he consistently does this, then you can really compare right. him to Aaron Judge. So. But the only thing with Judge is that Judge gets on base a lot more. Right. he a lot more walk. Right. That's the only thing. Right.
4: His on base percentage is always top five, it seems like. Yeah, he's it's healthy.
2: definitely higher. But the fact that was, I called this one, so.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Just for that? You get to go out to dinner with Errol tomorrow night. Get (laughs) out (laughs) of (laughs)
2: here,
1: Michael. Why don't you take him out to dinner? Because you're the one who you're the one who said that you were wrong. So you should take him out to dinner. Take him out for a burger.
2: A burger. Burger and a finger. A burger. Oh god. And now Errol's entered his
4: weird stage. Guys, uh,
2: you guys need a lot of help. I'll tell you that. (laughs)
1: Well, you have to listen to the whole show. It was a really good show, and we had a lot of different yeah. topics. A lot of different yeah. topics today.
2: I'll, I'll check it out. All, All right, Mike. Months, so. All right, man. Have a good night, guys.
1: Later, Mike. Mike KK, The Beef. Uh, well, we went through every single subject today, and uh, I think the show went really, really smoothly, and I think well, good debates, good questions, good arguments. It was a great show. Uh, by the way, you guys can follow us. Or actually, call the show at six three one six seven six two nine six eight. And you can follow the show by going to WorldWideSportsRadio.com. dot com. Go to all our social media. If you're not following us on Twitter, go to Twitter, World Sports Radio. You can go to me too. I mean, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to promote it, but it, it's very very hard because I know nothing about it. So, but you can go to my Twitter. I think it's errol underscore marks thirty four. I think it is something like that. Who's that? Is that Jeff? Put them on. Whoever it is. Oh god. Just put them on. Put them on. Put it on. Just put it on, Speedy.
4: I, I told you just put it, it on. It came up as private caller. I had to make sure. Who do we have on? Yeah, Jeff's back.
0: Dude, you guys you guys are absolutely gutless. How do you how do you allow that dude to sit here and say, "Oh, the Cowboys probably win the Super
4: Bowl if they got the that.
1: Packers. No, I don't think he said it. What an that. idiot this kid is. I didn't say that. I, I didn't say that. I, no, did. You did. You said that. You guys should have
0: called. No,
1: I didn't up. say they weren't winning the Super Bowl. Didn't you say they could have no, probably Beans won the No, I think. No, I think. No, I think. Oh, I, I, said, no, I said that if they got through the Green Bay Packers, they, they could have won. Yeah. They could have won, yes.
0: Hell no. The Cowboys stink out loud, man. They'll find a way to screw anything up. It's, it's amazing these delusional Cowboys fans that think that they're so entitled to everything. They stink. They're a bum organization with bum fans. and They're just the worst people on the planet, dude. <laughs> Who are these people? God,
1: God almighty. I would love to see these guys get in the ring. Him and Jeff. Mike, the Beeve and Jeff from Tampa. That would be funny. These it's two guys just beat the hell out of each other.
0: Stupid. They're just a bunch of mouth breathers. They think
1: they're going to the Super Bowl every freaking year. Well uh, you it's what, crazy. It, it, there's a place called uh the Turtle over here and, and every single every single week when the Cowboys are playing on on Monday night football or Thursday night football, anytime <laughs> they, 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 all the, it's covered with cowboy fans. Covered with cowboy oh. fans. You walk right in, I'm like you
0: just named the one place that I'll never go then. Check <laughs> <Like> that
1: one. <long. laughs> Covered. It's,
0: it's just crazy. You're t- you're literally. He literally called in to be like, I don't know. Ezekiel Elliott holding out. Should we just trade him? You're. And this is the same timid little bastard that said that Ezekiel Elliott was better than Barry Sanders. Now we want him <laughs> gone. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> well, that was probably one of the dumbest things I've ever heard on any nope. of the shows. It's still
4: the, it's still the hottest take but, of all time. At it it, it, it is.
0: Are, but this is. But this is Cowboys fans. This is the stadium. Cowboys he's better than Barry Sanders. Oh, he
1: doesn't like me anymore. Trade him. <laughs> well, I always say that. His father even said he was a dumbass. <laughs> I remember when I went to one of his parties and I said, "I said, let me ask you this question: Do you think that Ezekiel Elliott in the '90s could have played behind the same line Barry Sanders and ran the ball as well?" As Barry Sanders, he says, Who said that? I said, Your son. He says, What are you smoking? Are you an idiot? <laughs> I remember he said that. I, like, I couldn't stop laughing. And his father's a Jet fan. And his brother's a Patriot fan. His brother's a Patriot well, fan. Well,
0: credit so. to his dad for calling out his idiot kid for being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's so funny. And, you know, he thinks that they're going to sign everyone. Well, we're going to sign Amari Cooper. It's going to be so good. Dude, I've always wanted to sign a top 50 wide receiver.
1: <laughs> he's not even a, I told him. I said he's not even a top 15 wide receiver. He's not. He, he's, he's right there probably at 18 or 19, somewhere around there. Right. That's where Amari Cooper is. Right. And
0: he's going to be less effective this year because the the, the Cowboy have lost Steve the Pirate, right? <laughs> Steve the Pirate isn't there anymore. <laughs> so who else do they have?
1: I don't know, man. They're gonna have problems offensively. I think their defense is gonna be beastly. Who's the The
0: guy on Buffalo?
1: Like the guy on Prescott stinks. <laughs> Dak Prescott stinks. I like Dak. I like him more than I like him more than Goff. I don't like Jared Goff. I, we I know
0: Jared. Jared Goff led the number one offense. And I, his I his understand
1: that. He also has Dak the number one offense. Dak. Right now, he probably has one of the most off,
3: best offensive of I, th- I think Goff's a better quarterback. Oh, I than don't. Dak. I don't. I think he throws the ball a lot better. Throw throws down
1: the, down the he throws throw the, the, the top ball top better, head. but in a big game, I would bet on Dak more than I'd bet on Goff. In a big I just, game, one went to the Super Bowl. I, I understand that. <laughs> Aided by hey, the refs. Hey,
2: and we hey, all know it. No, it
3: doesn't matter. He got farther. It doesn't
1: matter. He got farther. He had a better team. This is a better team. The Rams were a better team than the Cowboys last year. It wasn't even they close. Much better, team and
0: better, much better And a better coach.
1: And a better coach. Sean McVay. <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. Uh, Sean McVay. <laughs> <without>
4: saying. <laughs> I mean. So, so Sean McVay, if he was drinking before the game,
1: would be I'm, better I'm than sorry? Jason Garrett. <laughs> I, you put Dak on that team, on that Rams team. I still think they could have made the Super Bowl. I really do. I think th- it's well, all look, about. Now that
0: the Bengals have fired Marvin Lewis, Jason Garrett is like the new Guy that's like the most undeserving coach in the league. <laughs> yep.
1: Jason Garrett's going to be fired after this year if the, no, if the
0: Cowboys are actually smart,
4: but we know they're not. No, dude, I but think even if
0: they move on from Jason Garrett, what are they going to go to? Kellen Moore, dude. The Dallas Cowboys love shitty ex quarterbacks.
1: No, I think they're going to go with Oklahoma's uh, Oklahoma's coach. He signed a long-term deal with Oklahoma. Because of uh, you know, because the Cowboys' job wasn't available. His 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 career. He growing up, he always wanted to be the Cowboys' head coach. That was his growing up. He was a Cowboy fan. His father was a Cowboy fan. So I, I believe that the next Cowboy coach is going to come from college. I really do.
0: You think it's going to be Lincoln Riley? I think
1: it's Lincoln Riley. I do.
0: I would, I think Lincoln Riley enjoys winning in college too much than losing in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I believe that too. But he's Jerry Jones loves him. It doesn't matter and because Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jones gets his
3: hands into everything. That's why no big name, big name would go there. I think Lincoln
1: Riley is the next head coach of the, the uh, of the Cowboys. I really do believe he'll be the next head coach of the Cowboys. I think it's already in the wait. That's why Lincoln Riley scored. He got the, he got the extension because he knew that the Cowboys were going to go with Jason Garrett for one more year, and that's why he, they didn't extend his contract. He's gone. I'll after tell this you
0: show. why I don't think that that would happen is because. Jer- because of Jerry Jones, right? Jerry Jones wants too much control, and Lincoln Riley would want to be autonomous in his position, and Jerry Jones just wants a yes man.
3: We'll see. We'll see. I-, I think it's Lincoln Riley. I do. Garrett signed an extension by opening day. No, I don't think that's Ten years, happen. $100 million. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> in 5% of the Cowboys. He's voice. not John Gruden, my friends. How much bonus does he get for clapping? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> every time his nose turns, every time his nose turns brown, you get an additional hundred bucks. Why? Because he's a brown nose. Uh. That would
0: be the implication. Way, way good for you for picking up on that. <laughs> I hate you.
1: I really do hate you.
0: But the Cowboys just stink. like, why do you even put up with his nonsense? Oh, they would have gone to the Super Bowl if they had beaten the. Pe- no, dude, your organization stinks. They've stunk for twenty-five freaking years. The last time. Dude, think about this. The last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, it was filmed on VHS. That means Cowboys fans can't even watch the last time they were in the Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> such an ass. Wait, what?
1: It was on VHS. It's not on oh. DVD. He says that's the last time they won on VHS. They
0: can't even watch their last Super Bowl win. How's that for? <laughs> that's how long ago it was.
1: <laughs> He's so stupid. Oh my it's, god. It's,
0: it's ridiculous. These Cowboys fans, they come out of nowhere, and they, 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 they stink. They stink. Their team only made the playoffs last year because a dude basically fell down and died. <laughs> oh my god. Right? You're too She's
1: so Jesus.
0: The Redskins had a three-game lead over them, and because that dude lost his legs, they made the playoffs. Yay, we're so good. Shit
3: happens. Oh, man.
0: They're terrible. Dude, they were so and, and then even then, they still had to play for the playoffs because the Eagles still almost beat them out for it. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, They're I, a terrible I don't, organization. I,
3: I, I don't find Carson Wentz moving forward durable enough. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, he's probably consumer. not, but
0: I would bet on him over Dak Prescott.
3: I, oh, bet yeah, yeah. I bet on him I over all the he's quarterbacks. A better, he's a better quarterback. Uh, he's a better quarterback.
1: If, if there's anybody that's going to win a, uh, um, a Super Bowl before all three of them, it's, it's him. I don't I think, think he's going to win one. I think Carson Wentz well I don't know if it's going to be with the Eagles.
4: I don't know if it's going to be with the Eagles organization. I, I don't know. know. If that offensive line is struggling to protect him. Uh, that's one of the best lines in the league. Dude,
0: and the Cowboys aren't going to be good anytime soon. They're going to put themselves in salary cap hell. They, just they already are in salary know, cap hell. They are, yeah. <laughs> It's only getting worse because they still have to take care of Zeke. They still got to take care of Dak. They're trying to find Amari Cooper. And they just extended DeMarcus Lawrence for $100 million.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting. I mean,
0: how much, what money do they have to go around anymore?
1: I don't know, but they did the right thing with DeMarcus Lawrence. But what I would do, if DeMarcus Lawrence has a bad season, I try to move him.
3: Hard to move that type of
1: contract. I I understand that, but you gave him the guaranteed money, so mm. it's all back. It's it's always uploaded, like Speedy was saying. It's and, all
4: and also pass rushers are a premier position. Yeah, so always. you can you
1: can move them, and and I I think that, the Cowboys have the, they have some good linebackers right now, and. Uh, I, I think that that's what's going to be the, the backbone of that
4: team now. It's their defense. It's not
1: going to be right, but you still need a front four,
4: back four to still win, though. No, you need offense. Linebackers will help you a lot, but from you, in today's game, especially in a passing league, you need a pass rush and you need say, secondary. You more.
1: need. that tight end come back? Yes, Jason Wynn. <laughs> yes. yes, he's coming back this year, but that's not going to be awesome.
0: Anything. I've always wanted a thirty-eight-year-old tight end to try to save my organization. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be a bomb news. He's gonna be a bum. Yeah, be, a yeah you, I don't think. Yeah, I think when you're year. out of
3: football for a year and your body, you know, gets used to not getting hit for the whole year, it could have a negative effect.
1: I think he's gonna have 500 yards and probably four touchdowns. That's what I think he is, Jason Wynn.
0: Dude, think about it. You're literally talking about a guy that quit football right? Because he was getting older and got hurt. And then he was so bad at his next job that he was like, Jerry Jones is dumb. He'll give me another job. And that's it what happened.
1: He gave him more money, too.
0: <laughs> but that's what happened, right? Imagine being so bad at your job that no one else will hire you. Like who's dumb enough to hire you? Jerry Jones. <laughs>
1: That's I would. Laughing. I would love to get Jerry Jones on this show and just have, have Jeff go back and forth about his team with Jerry Jones. I would yeah, love to hear Jerry you, Jones go back and you forth. You know who
0: Jerry Jones looks like? Who is he? Jerry Jones looks like every villain ever unmasked at the end of every Scooby Doo episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jeff.
0: That's who he is.
1: Jeff, you have some personality. And would have gotten away with
0: it too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> Right? The Cowboys just think They gave DeMarcus Lawrence that contract right? They're they already good enough on defense They could have let him go And, and re-signed guys like Jalen Smith And guys like that and, and kept like the strength of that team together Instead they overpaid And now they're strapped on offense And they're going to have no offense from now until just about forever
1: Interesting Very, Although, very I like interesting Mike
0: Weber, Mike Weber, the running back they dropped Is pretty good <laughs> true but it's just amazing he's so delusional dude he's crazy hit with his cowboys and and i'm disappointed why did you not ask him why he got so mad at bagel (laughs) boss
1: i'm sure he's gonna listen to the show the replay uh of the show tomorrow and i'm sure he's gonna hear this and he's probably gonna text me like that son of a you know what Um, i need
0: him i need you to have him in the studio again so i can tell him to him how much he sucks
1: well, we're gonna have news next Monday on what we're gonna be doing. So oh, I
0: feel bad for his grandmother, so I hope she has a speedy recovery. That's a that's a tough, tough thing she's going through. So yes, hope, and, uh, and
1: she's a good woman. That goes well, his grand is is his grandmother's a good woman. Very good woman.
0: So. Well, they've gotta be a great family to put up with him. Think about <laughs> how strong you gotta be mentally to put up with that dude. <laughs> dude.
1: Goodbye, Jeff. Thank you.
0: Unbelievable that dude. Such a moron. <laughs>
1: that's Jeff. For the third time. (laughs) Oh, man. Jeff is one interesting dude. Let me tell you. There's nobody like him. That's for sure. Definitely one in a million. Anyways, that's it for a show. Uh, we had a great show today. You can definitely check out the replay by going to Periscope. You can go to Twitter if you, if you follow on, on Twitter. You can watch the replay. Facebook, YouTube, we're on there, so you can check us out. Uh, next week we have news on the twenty second, so uh, stay tuned for that. I think it's it's good news. And Anthony Carragher reached out to me the other day, and he's like, "What's the news? What's the news?" He's like, he texted me. I was like, "Wait until the twenty second. You'll find out the news." He's he, thought he, he thinks that we're closing down. So, no, we're not closing down. But we have big news for everybody next Monday, so stay tuned for that. Until next week, uh, I will be here uh, for Below the Mic on Thursday. Um, i like to thank Mike. Mike, uh, my partner over here, coming in on uh, Down to the Wire every single week. And um, it's going to be fun and, and, and a new beginning. Um, in the next couple of weeks. So definitely stay tuned for that. Speedy Petey. Yes. You were actually good today. You didn't really talk too much, right, Mike? Uh, it wasn't that bad, right, Mike?
3: Honestly, I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. It uh, was, was pretty
1: good. It was pretty good. Uh, as you guys know, you can follow us at Worldwide Sports Radio.net, worldwide sports Radio.com. And uh, remember, we are live six thirty to eight p.m. at night on Monday. Down to the wire, there will be no home stretch tonight. He will be back tomorrow. And I want to give a shout out to Chalk Talk. Uh, just want to uh, Renee and, um, and and his boys. Uh, uh, they are uh, parting ways with us. Um, and I, I don't know if is Renee doing another show. Is he is no. coming? So I just want to let Renee know and uh, uh, Bacciani and and. Uh, Who's the other one? I'm sorry. Uh, Fogs? Fogs? Fogs, uh, thank you for being a part of the network and being here with us and putting the time in. Mike, Big Mike, uh, we're hoping to get Big Mike to join one of our shows in in the near future. But uh, I want to thank a a very good thank you to Renee Canales because he's been a big help for us and what we've been doing here. And hopefully we can get Renee in um, as a guest. On some of these shows, because I like Renee and and I think he's good. So, um, so shout out to Renee and uh, Chalk Talk. So that's it for our show. We will be back next week, and you'll hear good news next week as well. Until then, this is Errol Marks, Mikey C, and Speedy Petey saying good night. We'll talk to you then. Good night, everybody.
2: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.